is going to be in Zoom's hands. Now, you see, now, this is so dumb. It always says setting up. It's and look, it just takes look. me to the. It just takes me to this garbage page. What garbage it, page? It takes me literally back to just Facebook.com. Like okay. I don't get to stay. You're live. On Why do you need to stay? Thing. It's live. We're live, pal. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Look, if you want to do the OBS way, if you're more comfortable doing that, if you want to do this, you can do this. Why you can. You, you can do many a you thing. Can, my you friend, can do friend. whatever you want to in this life. I have Tarbash, the Egyptian magician. <sighs> Are you wearing a Kayla Sparks t-shirt? Yes, I am. Big news in the in the. Oh, kitchen. look at you! Let me see. Let me see that shirt. Where is that shirt? Hold on, let me get the screen back up here. Oh yeah, big Kayla fan now. Big Hell Kayla yeah, fan. Son. See, I was Matt. In, I was you're in, really dark. Yeah, it's racist. He's been out in the sun. No, it's because the light. You don't need to see me. He went tanning with Tom Latimer and Nick Aldis. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Maybe our guest would. No, I'm the I'm the mysterious shadow. I'm the shadow booker. The shadow. I am the shadow booker. Nice. It's just because uh the because it's light out now and I am in front of a window. No, I just want. I wasn't sure if you were aware of it. That's all. Yeah, I kind of like to be uh mysterious. Oh Jesus! Here we go again. Yeah, but you're the Booker Man. Yeah, but that's why I need to be mysterious because I'm the Booker Man. You never, I don't want any heat, brother. Heat. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want every word that comes out of your mouth gets you heat. No, I have heat with nobody that I know of. (laughs) I don't know what the what the the IWC says about Shining Wizards Matt, but Shining Wizards Matt doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) Let me rephrase: would potentially get you heat. Maybe. I don't uh, understand. Like uh, Matt, all of a sudden, he's got IWC on the mind. Even when he was texting me today, he's like, "What do you think the IWC would think?" Is that what I said? Something like oh, that. Gives a shit. They're judge, jury, and executioner, buddy. What are those really, nerds now? Not I, really. So, gentlemen, I went to the store this afternoon. I had to buy some adult beverages for tonight. I thought you were saying adult magazines. I, was I, like, I no. wasn't sure where he was going. <laughs> Who? First of all, who still buys adult magazines? That's what I was wondering. I was like, "That's so weird." <laughs> uh, you know what? I was what? once. I was once at the corner store by uh, by the apartment, and I witnessed uh, an elderly man buy a lot of pornographic magazines. So, did you offer <laughs> to help him out? I offered no such thing. <laughs> but uh, it was margaritas or ciders. What do you think I'm drinking tonight, boys? Margaritas. Ciders. Tony for the win. I went margaritas this evening. Because you've been on a margarita kick. Didn't you just finish your case of margaritas that your wife bought? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Matt, if I can recommend the new Bud Light hard seltzies. All right. They're like, um, it's called Out of the Office. It's limited time. They have a Bud, uh, Bud Light mango Mai Tai and a strawberry margarita, which I'm drinking right now. Oh, strawberry margarita might be in my wheelhouse. I don't like the mango. The mango mai tai is better. I don't. I'm with you. Mango uh, jumped the shark a little bit, but the mango mai tai is delicious. Well, we're gonna talk all about our drinks. We're gonna talk all about our picks. We got Josh the Goods Woods from Ring of are Honor confirm, joining us. Are we gonna confirm whether or not I got I went perfect or not for Fastlane? Why wouldn't you have gone perfect? All about you, Kev. 
Matt's doing the intro. It's all about you. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't know that was the intro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we were still just talking. No, we've been Matt, live for like four minutes, dude. And no clue. Could have said anything there. Could have, but you didn't. Josh, the good. Josh, the good woods. He joined us in about 15 minutes. Henry. Oh, Godwin. Uh, Tex Slasinger, Master Blaster, uh, Shanghai Pierce, Mark Canterbury, whatever you want to call him. He's got four. He's got four fucking names. But we're calling him Henry Godwin, and I'm excited about this one because uh, this look just just from the interaction that I had with him setting this up, I think Henry Godwin's going to be a fucking home run. We got picks. We got to make picks for the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. NWA is back. Um with the attack. Yeah, I don't know what we we're gonna talk about. <laughs> that. Tweets today, Matt. Very concerning. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about back for the attack. We got a new Japan Cup winner. The IWC was up in arms, even though they celebrated Austin three sixteen and he likes to punch Deborah in her face, but that's okay. But we can't do cutters on women in the ring. Uh all that. Tony's already got his head in his hands. Right? I I'm, said that I'm right. Punching out. He's punching out. And fast lane. It's episode uh, 525, and it's next here on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Don't go miss it with the country, boy. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. This is Kenny Omega, and you are cleaning up the competition with Shining Wizards Podcast. What's up, fuckers? I love the big package. Join the Mark Order. Kevin, you adjusted your 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 screen. It was a perfect shot of you, and then uh, there you go. Well, now it's too much. Before it was oh, coming God, across, yeah. <laughs> it was coming across perfectly on the Facebook with little a nice nice clear shot of old Henry O. Godwin's face, and then you in the background. I He's having to- trouble standing, so I got to kind of put his feet underneath the laptop. Oh, that's how I do like my that's how I do up. the sit ups. Put my feet under something. Yeah, I used to do that under the under the couch put the feet underneath the couch and then do the sit-ups that way but all right give it go. give Hurry it up. to us tony what give it to us give us what episode 525 of the shining wizards wrestling podcast we got josh the goods woods we got henry oh godwin and of course we've got your boys where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling tony matt kjj Boys, I'd ask you what's up, but I hear it's a hard seltzer kind of night. How you fellas doing? Oh, big time hard seltzer guy. Ugh, losers. Anyway. What do you uh, mean? What do you drink, Tony? What are you doing? 
Got my tea. All right. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. What, is, what does that come from? A tea bag? Yes. I yeah. love tea bags. Yeah. Isolate that. Play tea that on every flow. episode from now on. Put that in the intro. Fuck the Shining Wizards. I like tea bags. You know, I sent you another one where he just says the motherfucking Shining Wizards, not like fuck the Shining Wizards, but you always used a very aggressive negative one. That's true. Look, I figure we don't uh, look. Everybody that listens can't be fans, right? So we want to support those who don't. <laughs> why support. would you, if you weren't a fan, why would you listen? Yeah. You think we get? You think we get hate listens? Probably, yeah. Why not? I feel like I'm over this microphone. I think I need something better. I want something Kevinish. Like I'm, I kind of hate this thing too. Like it's just always kind of here. Actually, I miss that. I miss the stand. See, I'd, I'd like to be able to do, like, this job right here and just sit back, you know, and just fucking let it all hang out. Tony, you do that every week. Now I do when I, <laughs> when I have zero fucks left to give during the show. But no, now that we're starting out, I'm good. I'm right up in your face. Well, how, in your face. how many fucks do you have this week? Yeah. I've got a few in the pockets yet. I'm not out of fucks yet. Okay. I haven't crossed the legs. I haven't sat back yet. So we're in good shape. Okay. They're still out of view, which is good. Yes. I don't look like I'm 30 feet away from the camera. That's all. That's another thing, too, because, like, like you guys know, like, you you have the, the machine that the camera's on. And, like, Kevin's sort of, like, in an office chair, and Matt's at his desk. But, like, <laughs> I am mean, I mean, in a, a, a metal folding chair. My desk. Yeah, but, like, like, I'm in, like, an easy chair, and, like, it's, like, the only real place to sit down here in studio. Like, you know, this wasn't designed for us to be on camera which I've been doing with you guys for the past year, right. sitting That's just true. in the easy chair in this big room all up all up here, I guess. So. Yeah, I'm on very, I'm the very uncomfortable couch from the apartment is in my man room. Is that what you're sitting on? Yeah. Do you feel like you have to, like, sit up straight and shit? Or? If you watch throughout the show, I'll get, like, I'll, like, move this and I'll, like, lean oh, back. You, you do it. And I'll you do adjust it. The, I do it all the time. I lay down. Yeah. You definitely do it. It's hysterical because I, I notice it, but I don't say anything because I don't because that like you have like an excuse because like it literally you like, who doesn't fall into their couch like who doesn't seep into their couch yeah like, this everyone is, does this is not a comfortable couch either I kind of miss Tony's basement I'm not gonna lie eh, we're getting closer fellas we're getting closer yeah we're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna do uh, like an interview over Zoom when we're all together that's why we got could we all. I was thinking about this too. Would it be totally ridiculous yes. if we're in the same room and still all zooming? Um, well, I mean, we still have the Mevo. We could all get on camera on the Mevo. We could set that's something true. up where, you know, but then we'd all have to be around a monitor. But you know what? That's that's why we got the studio. We could figure out how to get our guests to show on the monitors so we could all sit where we are and still actually have a conversation looking at them. And and this is what's so crazy about where we've been for like the last year, like the setup is so perfect because you can see each one of us so clearly and our guest comes across so clearly yep. that any kind of change to that almost kind of feels like taking a step backwards as much as we want to be in the same room again together. Uh, it's just, I, I can't wait to figure out how we do it. It's going to be amazing. Well, we will figure it out. I think, I think, I think doing this for a year now, it's become, like you said, it's, it's become part of the show. So yeah. just get rid of it would be just kind of weird, I guess. Yeah, and now that because we have all these avenues to watch now where when we were just basically an audio vehicle, you know, we don't have. But now I think people see us and they they appreciate it and they want I don't think they would want it to, to stop because I think it, I think it does add something to the show. 
hundred percent, hundred percent. And plus it makes things easier slapping this stuff up on, uh, on YouTube the next day. Um, we don't have to wait till seven o'clock if you don't want to, because our first guest is ready. Let's rock and roll. Let's get right into it. Cue it up, baby. He was making dinner when I texted him before. Well, it looks like he's finished with dinner. Mr. Woods, how are you, my man? Hey, what's going on, dude? Sorry, I'm trying to set this thing up real quick. That's okay, brother. Take your time. Take your time. We're here for you. Instantly, I have beard envy. Yeah, that's a solid beard. Yeah, I'm just lazy. It's all it takes, guys. Just be lazy. (laughs) Do, Do less. I mean, Dude. you could you could only see from my waist up, so I have my pajama pants on. So that is, Stand I don't up. know if it gets any lazier than that. Stand up, let me see. No proof. They're Stand like, uh, there's these weird like. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, he's, he's, not wearing any, he's not wearing any. No, pants, they're like on. these weird like bears. Wait, did you take them off. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of podcast where so I, a couple weeks ago I sat on my balls. So just so you know where you're at tonight. You got you got big balls, huh? No, I think you oh, know what? I don't stick. know. Uh you'd have to what ask did my, I walk into. You'd have to ask my wife. Uh but I just think it Put was her on. the Put her on. She's at work. Oh, dude, what a liar, dude. What a liar. Listen, I don't liar. I'm gonna go out on a bold statement here. If, gonna we be balls? A, if we had a fourth shining wizard, I'm pretty sure you would be the exact freaking person that we'd want. Cause you like, what did you walk into? You walked into people exactly like you, my friend. Oh, a little weird, kind of goofy. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Man, I just I can't see myself, so I gotta see. This. Oh, you're a very handsome guy. Oh, there oh, you are. that? That's dope. Oh. Uh, that thing has been. No, don't die, little guy. This is the best opening we've ever had ever. Don't die, little stand. Okay. Oh, you're not open all the way. That's why you piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, get him. Get him. That's, that's get what it, I always son. say to my wife. Dude, you can't say that, dude. That's bad. <laughs> dude, all right. See, this is the other thing that we always do. We'll be having a good time. We'll be joking around. And then someone, usually Tony, will completely take it over the line and completely, or Matt, or me, one of the three of us, completely overstep and completely ruin whatever fun we were having. Oh, oh, dude! Say what you, I, I I can't say that because my girlfriend will beat me. I don't I don't I don't want to. <laughs> you know, I like not having a black eye. I already told you once. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but you could like use like, oh, I just got out of the ball. Like I just worked this weekend. That's why I have a black eye. You could cover up for yeah, her. Can't use that every day, dude. All right. <laughs> and you know, there's only so many doorknobs in the house you can hit your face on, right? Yeah, I fell down the stairs on the first floor. It's crazy. <laughs> Some people are just clumsy. What are you gonna do? True, but you're a professional athlete. I don't think you're very clumsy, dude. I can't jump rope to save my life. It's like so embarrassing if you're like, "Oh, you jump rope? Like, is it good for footwork?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> is that a thing? The people still jump rope, dude. Yeah, I guess it's a thing. A lot of people do. I I don't because I can't. So I'm like, "Yeah, do what makes you happy." <laughs> I mean, what the gym the gym aspect clearly you could tell by looking at the three of us that none of us have seen the inside of a gym for a very long time. So, no. yo, I, I don't work out, bro. We fit is all I do, dude. I play We Fit for like hours, man. That's just my jam. What uh, what's your specialty? All of them, dude. Um, I'm good at everything. I like I like to bowl. What's your high score at bowling? Perfect. Come on, nice. you're so full of shit, man. What do you do? Perfect. You like? Are you call me a liar. You like looked at the ground. You were like perfect, like sinister Doctor Evil. Because I'm joshing you, dude. All right, I'm joshing jo- you right ah, now. Ah, Josh Woods. I see what you did there. 
Yeah, but don't say that to me. I don't like when people say that to me. I'll say it, but when people say it to me, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> now I now like now that I've talked to you for a couple, I understand why Silas is so miserable around you all the time. Because he just no no because he like seems like a very Silas seems like a very serious person all the time like there's no fun for Silas and then well, Josh Silas is old isn't he Yeah he's old yeah, How old is he He's oh got to be like God, fifty right old, old enough to party <laughs> <laughs> He's almost four He just turned forty I think on Dece- in December December third he turned forty I believe That's it He's only forty if you had a guess, which one of us uh, is going to turn 40 this year? If you had a guess. Mm, I don't know. Probably Matt. Fuck. Oh, hey, yeah. he's good. That was good. Good. It. Goodness, guy. Bravo. Congrats. I'm good at this kind of stuff. This is what we do. It wouldn't be you. Cause you asked the question. Like that's like a dead giveaway. Right. And he's like 500. So. Yeah, dude, we can't, we can't do that. That's giving all the secrets away. Sorry. I just made like, Seven zucchinis. I know. So, so gross. Wait, you just made it. zucchini? Well, yeah, because I already made my proteins and stuff, so I had to make veggies. You made a veggie. You didn't make veggies. Well, there are multiple zucchinis. Therefore, there are veggies. There are zucchinis. Yeah, zucchini, a veggie. I made a veggie for this meal, but I made multiple zucchinis. What was the protein? Ground beef. All right. Like... What are you making? Like Four pounds zoo- of that. Four pounds of ground beef. So it's just like chopped up like hamburger meat? Yeah. And then what do you do? Do All you right, make so like a sandwich out of it or you just eat it like it's like a like a burrito bowl? I put it in a Tupperware with spaghetti and I eat the spaghetti and then I put the zucchinis on the side. Why don't you mix <sighs> the zucchini in? That's weird, dude. It's all going the same place. But yeah, it all makes a turd, but I mean... <laughs> I mean, you can run. You can run without shoes, but it helps. I don't know, dude. Yeah. Let's see if you got tape. What kind of tape? Just regular like, tape. tape with the no, I do not. Sorry. Oh, I have tape. Well, no one asked you. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Wait, who do we tape? I don't, how do we mute this one? I want to mute this one. Uh, Tony can do that. You can just tell no, him no, to I'm mute. Just, I'm just kittens. <laughs> Uh, oh, so God. Josh Woods joins us uh, this Friday night. Ring of Honor, 19th anniversary, Dal- right. Dalton Castle, the rubber yes. match. You yes. fell for his shenanigans and bullshit a couple weeks ago. Shame on you, sir. I mean, you had you you ran you did a, you were unbelievable in the pure tournament. Uh, eventually, unfortunately, losing to the eventual winner, Jonathan Gresham. But you had a great showing. You've been on fire, minus this last loss to Dalton. But Silas, I don't know. Are you and Silas on the same page? What's the story with you guys? Because he did not look very happy. It's a lover's quarrel, man. Uh, You know, like your brother's fight. No, man, you do this. You take the trash out. But I still love you. You know, it's like, you go do that. Uh, Yeah, I think, you know, Silas really has the, the tag thing set and, you know, like while he was gone, I was doing, you know, the pure stuff and I started kind of fell into my own. So I think he kind of sees that, but like sees like the tag potential we have. So it's like kind of, Hey, make up your mind and do the tag thing. Not, not make up your mind, do what makes you happy. 
So uh, we're just trying to trying to figure out how that how those dominoes fall. He uh, he seems a little jealous at your success. I wouldn't say he's jealous. I think it's more of all right. Now let's get back on track to what we set out to do, which was to win the tag titles. That's where that's kind of where we were in line for for uh, pre-COVID stuff, and then you know the pure stuff happened. So uh, that's kind of where we were heading. Right, but when yeah. the pure stuff happened. We're the only team that beat uh, Jay and John, I believe. Yes. Uh, no, Danny and uh, Danny Moff and Jeff Cobb did it. Free Enterprise. Oh yeah, they did match. too. They did it after us though. Yes. Yes. Two we guys, one team. Was you guys were on fire? Yeah. Two guys, one tag, all the way. But then the pandemic started. But then you started. You like rose from the ashes, man. Like the pure division is. I I think it's it's tailored for. Josh Woods, like you're young, you can wrestle your balls off, and you've shown that you belong there. And I don't want to step on any toes, but I feel like getting back to a tag team with Silas might be taking a step back for your growth. Uh, I don't know. I mean, all progress is good progress, right? Uh, if if either way, if any one of those routes leads me to a championship run, I don't really care which one does it. If if someone had a gun to my head and they go all right, pick one. I'd be like, uh, I guess I'd probably say the pure title. Don't tell Silas. <laughs> but, uh, I don't. I, I enjoy that more. I enjoy uh, kind of being able to do that just because I've been, you know, wrestling for so long and that's essentially very niche for what I do. But I don't know, man, apples and oranges, right? Like you can compare them. They're both fruits. They're both great. But at the end of the day, man, they're just very different in their in their own. So uh, like I love what I'm doing with Silas. I love, you know, how much he's helped me grow. And, and essentially, I wouldn't be – hmm, I, I don't want to sound arrogant, but I wouldn't be as successful now doing the pure stuff or been in that opportunity had I not been with Silas. So, you know, you kind of have to – kind of have to, like, give give that credit there because I don't think I would be as far as I am right now without him. But, you know, like all birds, they must fly from the nest. That's a good point. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we're approaching Ring of Honor's 19th uh, anniversary. A very probably the most stable company outside of WWE that we've probably ever seen. Um, but going towards you personally, when you first started out on this, on this career path of, of professional wrestling, did you have a plan in the back of your mind of when you wanted to do what? Or are you just basically, basically taking whatever comes to you as it comes to you and then just making the most of it. Is this the plan? Is this the trajectory that you saw yourself on when you first started in this business? Uh, it seems very broad as far as like playing. I, like I'm a, so you guys all know how everything works. I'm assuming based on who, how long and stuff. And I, like, you know, we don't really get to say, so that's what I, that's what I think is so different when you have like, like MMA and wrestling and you know jujitsu and combat type sports you know you 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 can set a goal i can i can i know hey nationals is is uh going on now right march 13th that's what it says on my plaque (laughs) 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 don't don't break your don't break your arm patting yourself on the back there barry horowitz i can't even reach dude this is my this is my range of motion right now that's because you got them guns baby look at them things oh these old things <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, don't don't allow me to talk. I'm I'm an idiot. But you know, you're just a guest on a podcast. We're just not gonna let you talk. That's that's yeah. fine. 
So like there, there's a tangible goal with those things, right? Like I'm in control of that. Granted, I win the spot. I win uh, X, Y, to Z to get there. There's a very tangible goal. I can say, hey, March 13th is nationals. I want to win a national title. I have this much time to get there. But I can't walk up to our booker and say, hey, put me in this title opportunity right now. It doesn't work that way. Right. So, uh, you can't. of course, if you're if you're serious about any any facet of what you do, uh, so right now for wrestling, I've never been the type of athlete or person to to settle on um, just making it right. So some people, I want to be signed. I want to uh, have a contract. Uh, you don't really ever hear people say, "Well, I want to win the world title. I want to win this and that." They, they're just okay with being there. Um, we call those uh, bench players, which is cool. Like, hey, they're they're third string quarterbacks yeah. that make millions, right? But are they happy, right? Like, some people are just happy being here. Uh, I've never wanted to just make it. I wanna, I wanna win everything. I wanna win the world title, the TV title, tag, six man, pure. I want it all. So, um, at, at some point, that's that's where I want to be at. Um, that will always be the goal to be number one in anything because I've always strived to be. Um, the best that I personally can be and whether, whether the best for me is taking second place at nationals or winning a title back to back or, or having really good matches all the time, whatever I can do to ensure that I will be the best version of myself. That's what I want to do. Um, not everybody gets title opportunities. Not everybody gets put in those situations. So of course it comes down to whatever opportunity I get, I'm going to do my best to make that opportunity work. And whether it's what I want, what I don't want, um, at the end of the day, it's a job, right? It's a career path I chose. I don't all the time have a say in what I do, what position I'm in, but I know that if I have an angle or a thing to do, I'm going to do my best to make it the best it can be or the best of my ability to make it. So that's that's kind of where I go with that. Well, I think you're doing a fantastic job <laughs> with that. Clearly, cl- clearly it's working for you. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You know? Oh, I mean, I mean, how your beard's great. You got, you can't pat yourself on the back. Yeah. You got it all worked out. Yeah. Not more on this side, not on this one. (laughs) You seem like you have like a lot of energy. How do you harness that when you're in the ring of honor bubble? Cause you must be going fucking crazy in that room all day. (laughs) Um, actually, I'm, I'm pretty lame, man. Uh, if I'm not wrestling or working out, I just play video games and hang out. Uh, or think about wrestling or like run errands so like being in the bubble is kind of cool because i get to still play playstation or like read and, and like work out it's just kind of like done in a different capacity so it's essentially what i'd be doing at my own house but by myself more um yeah i don't i don't mind it sometimes like i'll bother the boys hey what you doing dude or like or like if we have conjoined rooms i'll slide notes under the doors hey man <laughs> oh, what's going on <laughs> or some like and then run <laughs> So can you answer me this? Because I think I think I brought this up with with a hot sauce last week or the week before or somebody the week before where uh, I asked, how the heck did ROH bubble become like a trending hashtag? Like who started that? Do you know who started ROH bubble as a hashtag? I don't know. Probably someone who's like really into social media stuff. And they're probably like, hey, I'm going to do stuff and everyone can follow me. So that's probably how that started. And we're all like, hey, that's cool. ROH bubble. <laughs> and then, of course, Hey, keep using this. So we're all like on the same page. So I don't, I don't know who started that, but that's pretty cool. I'm glad, I'm glad we did. Uh, yeah. 
Absolutely. We're talking through Josh Woods. Woods is the goods on the Twitter and the Instagram. Make sure you're giving him a follow. And make sure you're watching Ring of Honor uh, this Friday night, pay-per-view or Honor Club. Honor Club is the best bet. You pay nine ninety nine a month. You get all the pay-per-views. You get uh, Final Battle. You get the anniversary show. Uh, you know, Once the world starts to open up, uh, there'll be more Ring of Honor pay-per-views, and it'll all be included in that nine ninety nine tier. Or you can pay for it for the year like I do because I'm a fucking mark. Um, Whoa, nah, man. You just like what you like, dude. Hey, I'm okay with look. I'm good with it, man. I love I love wrestling. But I'll tell you what, Ring of Honor TV is my favorite hour of TV. You guys do such a great job of making every match mean something and introducing uh, every single wrestler. The most recent episode where we re- get the reintroduction of Eli Isom is awesome. He gets to tell a story. He goes out there. He has a bang with Ray Oris. My question for you: We get a little blurb, and I don't know if you've seen the latest Ring of Honor TV show yet. Uh, violence is coming back. So we got we got Ring of Honor. Oh, I, know, I know what that is. I just you you don't look at see now. So we had Tracy Williams last week. He's in the foundation. Pure. We all love the pure rules. The pure uh, title. The pure tournament. Then we had Brody King at the beginning of the year, and he thinks it's a bit hypocritical of the foundation to be like Ring of Honor is built on on honor and these pure rules and Brody King says, no, 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 there's violence. There's a lot of violence, homicide, Steve Carino, CM Punk, Raven, a lot of blood and guts here. Where do you fall? What side of the fence is Josh, the goods woods on? Uh, yeah, that's a good question, man. Cause you know, I guess if you, if you break my background down in like, you know, the most simplest forms, I have like real like combat sports is essentially kind of been my thing. So um if i if i had to pick a side uh i think i would still kind of go for the pure thing because that's just what i enjoy that's what i like doing but if it came down to it and i had to kind of step over that line and and actually get into the fight side yeah i'd be cool with that I man i would slap the shit out of brody i don't care wow i don't care how big Brody is, man. I don't, I don't fear anybody on this roster. I don't fear anybody anytime. So, um, yeah, if, if, if that's what came down to it, I think I'd be adept for both sides. Uh, if I had to pick one or the other to identify as, you know, Civil War style, uh, I'm definitely going to go with, you know, being on the pure side just because, well, if I can't, if I can't outstrike you, <laughs> that's not happening. But uh, <laughs> I can definitely out-wrestle you, so. Um, I'm, I'm content either way. So I'll just, uh, I'll stick with the pure side, but I mean, Brody's not wrong, man. Uh, you know, the foundation has laid the foundation. I so, so lame to say that, but you know, that is like the foundation. One of the pillars that this company has been built on is, is, is pure wrestling, but it's also the other side of that. The foundation has also been built upon violence, aggression, attitude. So, uh, you can't, you can't have one without the other. And, uh, that's, that's gonna, I love it sooner or later. So uh, I wouldn't mind jumping into that mix. That'd be fun. Cause cool, man. I'll wrestle you, but you want to start throwing hands or like throwing strikes. You'll sign me up for that too. I like that. So you, you wouldn't back down to anyone in a fight. Would you like, there's not one person on this earth that you would be like, no, nah, I'm not fighting you. Well, if I had to fight them, yeah, sure. But like, yo, would I want to go ahead and fight Mike Tyson? No, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm yeah, but in your in, in your environment though, maybe you'd be maybe it would work. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 
I mean, maybe I'll double leg him or something. I'm pretty sure he couldn't defend a double leg, but I mean, I'm probably going to eat a couple going in. That's not going to feel nice, but I don't mean just, just, I think most athletes, no matter what, no matter what sport you're in, uh, this is real. Uh, I'm an athlete first and foremost, you know, like I've been an athlete my whole life. So I don't think I have an image to be like, nah, I can't do that. Like, yeah, my problem, there are probably a lot of, a lot of dudes that would whoop on me, but Hey man, that's, that's still really cool, dude. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't think I could be like, nah, man. <laughs> A part of me would be like, you could do it, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> get him, get him. No, don't do it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. That's incredible. This Friday. Well, I wanted to bring up Bobby Lashley and King Mo because they've both been dodging me because they're afraid of me and I can't. Yeah, I've been calling Bobby Lashley out for almost 10 years now. Now he's big timing me over there in the E because he's a champion. He wants no part oh, of me. Oh, you didn't. And King Mo, King Mo, don't he stay in the MMA world? He don't belong in no wrestling ring. But that's neither here nor there. Why is that? Why do you, Why do you think that? I don't. I don't think he's very good in the MLW. The King Mo. You don't think he's good in MLW? In MLW, no MMA. He's like he's the king. He he dominated the MMA world. Uh, okay. So King Mo, but in the wrestling world, it hasn't translate. I don't think it's translated very well for King Mo. Yeah, I mean, some. I'm sure some people would agree with you. Some people wouldn't. Right, That's but like, he's dodging me. I think I could last at least two minutes. I could run around for two minutes. He wouldn't catch me. Oh, I would. <laughs> I, would I would pay for that pay per view. I would like to see that. See, Josh Woods would pay for it. We could do a big fundraiser. We could make a lot of money for people. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be gassed in 15 seconds, and any catching it'd be all over with. That's okay. Yeah. People paid for it. It'll be very entertaining. I mean, is this like a cage or is this like an open field forum? Because maybe an open field, you might have a chance. But I mean, I no, I think the whole point is that he's got to he's going to catch me. And I think that's what people would pay oh, for. Yeah. So I'll suck it up if the money it's goes Matt. to a good cause. Matt, Josh Woods is known you. Josh Woods is known you for 16 minutes. And he'd say that he would pay to watch you get your ass. Yeah. Back. So this is good. <laughs> this is a good sign. That's pretty good. <laughs> Anybody ever tell you like Kevin Owens kind of? <laughs> no, no one's ever told me that. You do. It's been it's been bothering me this whole time. I was like, that dude looks like Kevin Owens. It's like Kevin Owens and Ted DiBiase had a kid, or like Kevin and Sami Zayn, maybe. Ooh. Oh, there it is. There it is. Nice. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I definitely. That's not need... a bad. Not a bad thing at all. No, I definitely I need like, a haircut. I mean, yeah, me too. That's why I got a hat on. <laughs> well, this monstrosity. That's a hair. Nah, man. That's. Oh, dude, that hair is dope. Thank you. Uh, I want to go back to doing the designs, but Silas said it looks stupid. So see, that, oh, don't I listen to him. Silas, come on, man! I thought he you were all like... about the title. <laughs> well, I still care what he says. My mentor. All right. Well, don't <laughs> don't be <laughs> buying those suits like him from the Goodwill store. Okay, he looked awful a couple weeks ago. Oh no! Don't say that, dude. Silas looks great. <laughs> <laughs> so Friday night, nineteenth anniversary show, you Dalton Castle. We're gonna we make our picks at the end of the show. Can you? Please just put the put the former world champion away, please. Well, well what else do you think I'm going to do? Just sit back and do nothing? Well, look, yeah, last time he, he you got he, he went, oh, I got tummy ache or whatever nonsense, and he schoolboyed you, man. Listen, dude, sometimes, <laughs> look, it comes back to pure wrestling, man. It's about honor and integrity. And I was like, hey, Dalton could be hurt. Yeah, but he doesn't That's have that now. Hurt. Now you got to know that going into Friday now night. Matter. Now, if he dies, he dies. You know, there's no... Plus that blood sport, right? If he dies, he dies. 
That's that's from Rocky, maybe. Rocky Four. All right. Yeah. I've never I've never seen any Rocky movies, so I don't know. What do you mean you've never seen any of the Rocky movies? No, that was when Apollo Creed gets killed in the ring, man. He didn't see it. Spoilers, bro. Oh, spoilers of a forty-year-old movie. Come on now. I've never seen it. I just never. I mean, pop culture reference, yeah, like for memes and gifs, but. I've never, I've never seen the movies. I've never seen a lot of movies too, like Pulp Fiction. I've never seen that. Neither have I. I've never seen Scarface or Godfather. What? Yeah, absolutely. I haven't seen. Mm. I did watch the new Justice League. It was pretty freaking good. I watched that Thursday, and then me and it my wife. Really, it was really good. Yeah. Then I, That's I don't. What we should got. That's what we should have got. They screwed us by giving us that crappy version. This was the good one. See, I never watched the DC movie before. I think I've seen a couple. But then we went down the rabbit hole. So we watched the last four nights. We watched Wonder Woman. We watched Wonder Woman 1984. Man of Steel. Come on, man. I love those Wonder Woman movies. The second one, not so much, but I really enjoyed them. So then you can't say I love those (laughs) movies. The second one, but the first one. So you singularly like the first movie, which wasn't bad. It was the second one that was. I turned it off. I stopped watching it. I was like, nah. And I'm a pretty big, D- I'm a pretty big DC fan. Like, I have like a Joker painting in my room and like a Joker tattoo and like Batman. But like, yo, those movies, that movie sucked. The only thing I didn't like about '84 was that she was a little wah-wah at the end. Like, she was just kind of like, like, oh, I appealed to everybody's emotions. Like, you're a superhero, kick some ass and get it over with. I mean, I wouldn't know. I turned it off and went to sleep. So, I don't know. oh, boo. Oh, so that yeah, well, I, grew up, I, bought- see, I grew up in '84, so you know, I kind of. Uh, Got all the references and the whatnot. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, we I wanted to watch them all in chronological order, so everything because I've never we watched Justice League the other night, and I was like, it'd be nice if I knew some of these backstories. So right. then last uh, we watched Man of Steel on Saturday night, and then Batman vs Superman last night, and that one really uh, you get an idea of the the Justice League stuff. So then I think we have to watch what's next. Suicide Squad is next. We're watching. I gotta watch them in chronological order. I'm a weirdo like that. You're making weird faces over there. Let me ask you a question. Since you're the DC guy, Josh, how come none of the the Batman movies fall into this this like chronological order gimmick? Ooh, because like they're done by different people, different arcs, different universes. That you don't have the same director doing all of this stuff, right? Same, same with the Avengers, right? Weren't those movies like all kind of done by like the same people or thing? Like the, obviously the 1989 Tim Burton Batman is not going to be in. Well, obviously, in but I mean like the bat, cause it seems like they reset Batman every couple years. Yeah. I mean, look how many story arcs are coming are, are out, dude. Like look at like Chris Nolan's Batman was phenomenal. There's like, yo, there's the, there's the Batman verse where, uh, where his mom and dad are Batman and Joker and Bruce Wayne dies. So, I mean, like, there's so many different universes, dude. So That was a movie? Uh, yeah, I think Flashpoint Paradox. Huh. They touch on it, but I know it's in the comics, too. They reset Spider-Man, like, three times already. Yeah, they just keep they keep doing it. So, obviously, when they keep Tom Holland, that'll be in the Spider-Verse. And when they do that, I think they're doing a live action, too, where they'll have uh, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland. Is that it? Is there another one? Yeah, those guys will be in, like, the, the live action Spider-Verse gimmick. That would be pretty cool. Interesting. But yeah, the Justice League was awesome. That was awesome. They did a really good job with that. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it was it was dope. A little long. They probably could have cut out some stuff, but it was still really good and I enjoyed all of it. I mean they break it was broken up in the parts, so I mean if you really wanted to take a break, you could have, right? Nah. 
I commit. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, I sat through the whole thing. I didn't have – it was raining Thursday. I didn't have shit to do, so. I couldn't. I had to stop at, at three and seven – three hours and seven minutes because Gabby fell asleep. And I was like, um, can you not? So I had to stop because she's like, I want to do but I'm tired. I was like, okay. That's on her. She's got to go back and watch the last hour. Yeah, you know, you know it doesn't work that way, dude. You know I that. know it doesn't work that way, but my wife is like narco. She fucking stays up all the time. She's like a bat. She stays up all night. She sleeps during the day. So don't that worry about that. Four hours. Four hours and four two hours minutes. In like five minutes, I think. Four hours and two. Four hours and two minutes, I think. Oh, fuck off. Four hours. What? What can't nope. you? Two and a half that, hours. You need four hours. Come on. Don't man. say that, dude. You'll watch it. Have you seen the the other one, Justice League, the the one that came out before this one? Didn't watch it. I didn't hear good things about it, so I didn't bother. I like I liked uh, Shazam though. Shazam was a good movie. That's all DC Universe, right? Uh, I didn't I didn't finish that either. I couldn't I couldn't get over his like really buff fake body and then his really tiny neck. I couldn't get over that. <laughs> I was like, this is this is not doing it for me. I was I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Okay. The, watch the Justice Watch the Zack Snyder version. It's really good, dude. Really good. I'll have to check it out. I heard I do heard it now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Josh Woods yes. says do yes, it. Sir. Woods is the good on Instagram and Twitter. This Friday night pay-per-view honor club. Please smush Dalton Castle's head like a grape. Yes. Or I'll just hit it really hard. I think that was okay too. Whatever, whatever gets you the W. Cause I'll give you these two schmucks a spoiler. I'm picking Josh Woods tonight when we do our picks. Me too. Oh, big, big surprise <laughs> as well. Well, what are you I not feel- going to pick, Josh Woods? Tell him you're not, tell him you're going to pick fucking Dalton Castle. No, I, I'm just thinking if Josh Woods is going to get in our pick session, then you should count that pick as a pick. I don't like Dalton Castle anyway. You're the one with the uh, with the big boner for him. No, but who likes Dalton Castle? You like Dalton Castle? What is this? He crap? does. You know why? Because no. he got a cameo from Dalton Castle, and Dalton Castle had a cat. So all of a sudden, because he was a cat guy, Matt's like, "Oh, hey, he's a cat buddy. I got to be his friend." That's not true. Hey, don't, don't let anybody shame you for who you who you like and who you don't like. What if I You're like right. Dalton Castle? I like Dalton Castle. Seems like a seems like a good guy. I mean, he I want you to. Be, oh, he's a good guy. Oh, you call Tom Foolery and shenanigans good? Yeah, I mean, come on. Get him, Josh. Tom Foolery. You don't like – all right, never in your life have you ever said, hey, that's some good tomfoolery? No. You never said, hey, that's some – those are some great shenanigans? Maybe. All right. There you go. That's but not when it involves me. No, no, of course not. Listen, I'm rooting for you, pal. Don't worry about that. But my best friend's name is Tom Foolery, so that's what I'm saying. Oh, bro. Please, knuckle him up. No, I look. You were at the garden show with me. All right, I fucking jumped out of my seat when Roosh beat Dalton Castle in like six seconds. I don't let, didn't like Dalton Castle when the rebrand started. When they restarted and they did the video package with him, he was a little more serious, and I kind of liked that. I didn't like the boys. I didn't like the peacock shit. But then he's yeah. I wasn't a big fan of it. Okay, it's not what Ring of Honor is about. Hey, you can like who you like. That's okay. No, don't let these okay. schmucks fool you. I don't like Dalton Castle. Yes, I got a cameo for him. It was nice. There was a cat in it. Uh-huh. I like my cats. But at the end of the day, Josh Woods is my guy right here. You're a cat person, huh? Oh, God. What are you going to ju- Yeah, I am. I got three cats. What are you going to do about it? Oh, God. Don't you fucking dare. I didn't say that. I didn't go that far. I think I have to go now, guys. Yeah, he's out. What are you not? Are you dog my, person? I got my taxes, I think. Your taxes. Jesus. I hate cats, dude. I don't like them. Don't Why? Like cats. That's awful. They're sneaky. They're, they're evil. They'll they'll come up behind you and bite you and scratch you and shit. Yeah, and they like step in their poop stuff and then they walk on your mm. bed and your counters 
And, and oh, your like dog, your dog licks his asshole, and then he licks your face. But that's okay. Well, who doesn't lick their asshole? Come on. Now. First of all, wait. I don't know what I can say on this, so I, I mean, won't say whatever, what I want. Whatever you want. So I'm not doing that. <laughs> but uh, I'm allergic to cats. One, so I don't like them because okay, of that. That's a exactly. fair right point. Two, my dog was a lady, and she didn't lick her butt or lick my face. Don't get it twisted. She's a proper lady. Oh, is she? You've, ne- you've never once seen you've never once seen her clean herself and then lick your face or lick your girlfriend's face. I wouldn't let her do that. It's called manners. That's right. She knows better. So wait, you're gonna you can you can watch a, you're gonna watch a three hour movie and you can watch your dog at the same time. See what she's doing. Oh come on. Well, she died last St. Patrick's Day. So oh, I'm not what the fuck, dog. man? Come on. <laughs> Why you gotta be like that? <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, so I can't watch both at the same wow. time now. No, like. Well, this just took a terrible turn. God. God. Oh, I went to the ENT today. The uh, what? Your nose and throat doctor. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I have a deviated septum, which is cool. And they're like, hey, we can cut some of that out for you. I was like, no, I need that. Like, yeah, well, you know, if you get hit in the face, it might you know, smush your nose or cave it. I was like, yeah, we're not going to do that. So that's kind of cool. So now I have to kind of wonder how I'm going to fix my nose. Because I can't breathe in it because, you know, I've been hit in the face quite a couple times. Have you tried licking your butthole? Yeah, see, uh, it would be a very different Instagram account if that's what I could do. (laughs) You know what? You'd get a shitload more followers probably. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Not the ones you're looking for, but you'd get a lot of followers. Oh, yeah. I bet I would have a Patreon. It would be, like, so gnarly. That sounds like a Pokemon name too, which I think is so funny. Like Patreon would be like an EV evolution, but like you throw a dollar bill at an EV, it's a Patreon. <laughs> I feel like Patreon and So Gnarly are both great Pokemon names. Yeah, that would. Yeah, I agree. I can buy that. I'm a Gen. <laughs> not a big fan of anything after Gen One, so I don't know. I don't know. What Josh, right. you have been awesome. This has been amazing. Uh, Woods is the goods on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to have you come back on uh, after the 19th anniversary when you're holding gold with Silas or you're holding the pure title or the TV title or the world title or that's all the titles. Oh, you could be a six man if you had to, if you guys found another guy. I could be them all by myself. Exactly. There is, there's your I partner. I like that. Henry Godwin. There's your partner for the future. <laughs> Hey, I, I'm all about it, dude. I'll do whatever. You guys are all- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Josh, hey, this was great. Hey, we you appreciate guys, you. Guys, I don't like cats, but hey, you guys are so cool. Uh, I don't I don't hate people who like cats. I just think they'll kill me. That's all. That's, that's <laughs> Look, that's a good reason not to like cats. I understand. <laughs> I'm more of a red panda kind of person. <laughs> so that's oh, aren't those I mean, illegal? I when you get one of those. Well, you can't. They're, they're illegal to get uh, one. Mm-hmm. So my dreams will never <laughs> well, follow Josh on his social media. Woods is the good. See if his dream comes true. He wins gold and he gets a red panda. Josh, anything before we let you uh, go for the rest of this Monday evening? Uh, well, hey, I'm definitely down to come back whenever. Holler at your boys. Slide up in the DMs, perverts. Uh, yeah, think, uh, yeah. Hey, enjoy the 19th show. There's there's so much good stuff going to be happening, man. And um, from top to bottom, this is going to be a phenomenal show. And uh, if you guys aren't surprised, shocked, impressed. I'll be really, I'll be really surprised. So, um, yeah, well, I can say we're all looking forward to it. So, thank you very much for for uh, being on with us tonight. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful evening. Make good choices. We will, Josh. Thank you, brother. Have uh, have Josh. good luck. God, what am I? I'm the worst. I'm literally the worst person. Josh, hang up. Josh, hang up.
Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I'm going home. Yeah, Josh, disconnect. Just okay, leave. love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Kisses. Bye. Smooches, love you too. Oh, my God. He's still here. He's still there. Ten years ah. I've been doing this. I can't do a proper interview. Oh, my God. Let's do it, Tony. Roll it in. Let's bring in the next guest. Don't go messing with a country boy. Really? Right now? Yeah. Absolutely. Ah, oh, there he is. He is connecting right now. He should be up in a second. Mr. Godwin. How you guys doing? Good. How are you, sir? Good. Can you see me? No. Uh, no, you got your camera off. Let me see if I can help you with that. I don't know if I could help you with it from here. I don't know if you got a little pop-up. If you did, just click yes, and you should be good to go. Maybe. Technology, baby. Oh, we're live. Oh, I there see we him. go. There he is. Hey. There we go. Incredible. This is legit like a dream come true right now. Looking good, my friend. You see us? We good? Yeah, we're good. Awesome. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you guys? We are hanging and banging, just having some fun. That's what it's all about. We uh we good. we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us. This is very exciting. Um, we all grew up watching uh, WCW and the WWF, so you were uh, you're I, I'm I was very excited about this. I took a shot and I reached out to you, and uh, you responded immediately, and it was like a home run. This is awesome. From the the Shanghai Pierce days to the Henry Godwin days, uh, just so many memories. Um, yeah. How are you doing? It's been a while since uh, I've I've seen you make the rounds. Is Henry Godwin doing well? I'm doing good. Yeah, just uh, you know, living the dream, raising hogs, and uh, still farming here in West Virginia. Just like you say, hanging and banging. So the the last time we saw you was actually the first time we've I think the you know worldwide audience has has seen you in a long time was uh, in a celebration for uh, the Undertaker, and yeah. I think I think that is probably the most like go to question you would probably get all the time, but just talk about what that was like uh, for you in, in just in terms of being a part and a very integral part of of that man's success. Oh my God, where to start? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, Bruce Pritchard had called me and said, uh, you know, Undertaker is retiring. We would like to get you guys down here. He wants you here. I said, well, you don't have to ask me twice. I'll be there. So, uh, you know, it was 20 years since the whole BSK group had been in the same room together. I'd, I'd been with Papa and Rakishi uh, and Savio and, and Phineas, but we had all never been together in 20 years. And so when we flew down there, uh, everybody was meeting that night. We had our COVID test, you know, and everybody passed. So uh, we uh, went to the bar and Taker was going to be there about 1030. So we hung out and then uh, here come Taker. And that's when all this shit began. <laughs> <laughs> Four bottles of Jack and about a hundred beers later, Woo. and uh, Godfather and uh, Undertaker was putting me to bed at three thirty. Three thirty. So we the... made up. We made up for that twenty years in one night. So I'm good for another twenty. 
That's right. So l- let me ask you this. All right. So the WWE Network has focused a lot uh, about around the Undertaker lately, and especially they've been mentioning BSK more and more uh, as you know Undertaker's career winded down. And for me, it seems like they're they're putting a lot of you know glossy paint on the hardness that is BSK. What was BSK truly, truly about? And not underneath, like, you know, you know, buddies hanging out, drinking beers. Was that it? Was there more to that than that th- th- for the BSK? Uh, yeah, it was like, you know, we all knew each other's kids. I used to go to California and stay at Yoko's house and Rakishi would be there. And I mean, his kids, his sister, it was a, it was a big family affair with them out there on the West coast. And, but we were just a group of guys that just hit it off. You know, we all had the same beliefs. Uh, it wasn't that we were badasses or nothing, but uh, we just a group of big guys that got along and, you know, uh, we didn't have any problems at all. We always get the question, well, how was it backstage, you and the click? You know, we were all the boys, you know, we didn't have no, harsh words for them we were all friends it's just this group of guys hung out in the aftermath you know we it was just a close group diverse we had blacks we had hawaiians we had samoans we had asians we had rednecks and hillbillies and we were all big one happy family so uh for us to get along and coming from that different background, you think our country could get along. So <laughs> that's what we always say. Yeah. I'm not, if you guys were around in 2021, that'd be incredible. Yes, it would. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, if, if uh, you know, if somebody, if WW events or Hunter doesn't get on it, maybe the BSK will do something on their own. We've, it's all been in the talk. So we'll see what happens. Do you think Hunter's finally gotten over the hog pen match? <laughs> I don't Hunter will never get over the hog pen match. We we took some pictures and hung out for you know 20 minutes and talked and reminisced about our old times. And I always tell him, you know, when when I threw you into the gate, I scarred you for life. You got those 15 stitches, so you'll always remember me. Can you talk a little bit about the process of when you and Phineas came to WWE? Why you were I mean, you were under a mask in WCW. So like not, not many people knew exactly like who Henry Godwin was prior, but you were brought in first and then, and then Phineas came in. Were you guys talk to both simultaneously and it just happened to work out this way or what was that process like? Well, we knew we were getting let go me and Hunter and, and Phineas and maybe one or two others got let go when flair come back in. So I knew we were leaving and, uh, so uh, Harley Race and Kevin Nash spoke for me up north with Vince. Uh, Phineas had some stuff he had to get worked out, some personal stuff. And that's why I went up ahead of him. And then he come up just about a year later. Right. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, Kevin Nash and Harley spoke for me. And I went up and met with Vince and J.J. Dillon in Vince's little hideaway office for about two and a half hours and three hours. And, uh, 
it was a done deal after that. That's where we, that day we come up with the Henry Godwin and the hog, you know, with the hogs and everything. Was Were there any immediate differences that you could point out coming from WCW work and then going to WWE? In, t- in terms of how uh, things were run. <laughs> yeah, night and day for me. Uh, it was more of an opportunity with Vince. Um, he didn't single out, you know, really this guy, this guy we're going to put, you know, he, he gave everybody the opportunity, which, you know, down in Atlanta, people didn't get that because we worked our ass off down there. And, uh, but, you know, it was a a stepping stone. It was learning process. And I think it, it set us up for the WWF. You mentioned meeting with Vince and figuring out the whole Henry O. Godwin thing. Were there, what else was on the table? What other types of characters were discussed for you? Oh, well, I did work in a hospital for a while on a psych floor. So that was brought up. But it just seemed like when we got into the hog part, and he, and he says, well, you know, what all do you do with your hogs during the day? I said, well, we feed them, slop them. And when I said slop, it was like a light bulb went off in his head. And then uh, the Orpheus was actually, I think it was Vince's granddad, maybe. His his name was Orpheus. So that's where I got the Orpheus from, was from Vince's family. <laughs> Vince, give me that. So that's the O. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so good. Yeah, that's so crazy. Not too many people know about the O, right? I mean, it was just always Henry O. Godwin. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, that's where it come from. And then Phineas come up, and uh, his was Phineas Ike Godwin, which would be pig. So hog and pig were born that way. <laughs> you mentioned the slop. Did you have any say in what you put into that bucket? Or <laughs> Oh, I was in control of that bucket all the time. I knew exactly what was in it. <laughs> what was the what's the worst thing you put into the bucket? Uh I didn't really put anything bad in it. Some of the other guys put something bad in it tonight. <laughs> but that's a whole nother show. No. <laughs> Should we go over that real quick since we touched on it? Yeah, of course. Why not? Bless her heart. Okay, here we go. Uh, we got the TV that day and, uh, Vince, and I think it was Bruce said, you know, Sonny's going to, we're going to, you're going to slop Sonny tonight. So we were, I mean, we're just excited about that. So I went to catering, made my slop, had some lettuce, water, bread, ranch, I think some spaghetti (laughs) and filled the slop bucket about half the way up. So I went back to the locker room and I set it by my stuff. And I said, listen, Sonny's getting slopped tonight. Nobody mess with the slop bucket. I left. And when I come back, it was about an inch from the top. So so the culprits in this were Kid, Razor, and Dr. Tom Pitcher. And I and a few others I heard. So that was that was the slop that night. Do you work carrying that bucket out to are you worried about just getting it like how do you get from the back to the ring without getting any on you? Oh man, I had it down. I could <laughs> people I could go down 
the aisle and I would be swinging it, you know, slow like this upside down. People <laughs> thought it was empty sometimes, but it was just, you know, the gravity, it stuck to the bottom when I got up. So uh, a lot of people didn't think I had slop half the time. <laughs> Unbelievable. Such a, like, I loved, I love the character. I love the tag team. You got, when Phineas came up, you got the opportunity to work with, with a legend and Hillbilly Jim. What was that like for you guys to get to be uh, with the Hillbilly Jim? Hillbilly was, he was such a good guy to be with. Uh, we had so much fun with him over the road. Just three big stupid country boys just riding around in the big city. So it was pretty nice. But Hillbilly helped us out a lot with, you know, certain things, little things. And, you know, he did a lot of our interviews. And he was a trooper because we used to we used to pick on him when we get the pigs. I mean, he's got he's got bit his nipples got bit during interviews and everything. I mean, we, but we all had fun together. We had a good time. He didn't share with you that fountain of youth thing. Cause if you see Hillbilly Jim now, he looks like he's like the jet black hair. He's diesel. Like, I don't know what Hillbilly Jim's doing, but I got to get me some of that. Well, he's never been married. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my wife is not an earshot, and I hope yours isn't either, because I don't want, no, you know. No. She's there. <laughs> we, we talk big right now, though. <laughs> exactly. And then when I see her come up the stairs, then I know it's a, yeah. it's a wrap. Yeah. Two-time WWF Tag Team Champion. What's that like for you when they come to you and they say, we're going to put the, the Tag Team Champions on you and Phineas? Oh, man. The first time. Somebody had just put on Instagram the other day, the night we won them in Madison Square Garden. And that was such an awesome feel. I mean, there was like over 20,000 people. The fire marshal was going crazy. People were standing in the aisles. But man, when that when that bell rang at the end, even Hillbilly was so damn excited. It was funny. I threw my hat out in the, in the crowd at Madison Square Garden. And six months later, we were back up there doing an autograph thing downtown. Well, the guy who bought my caught my hat, he brought it up to me and explained it. And it was mine because I had certain marks on it. So I knew it was mine. And he wanted me to sign it. So I signed and dated for him. And so that just little things like that, you know, stick in your mind. And but what an awesome feeling. What and what a uh a privilege to get to carry those straps twice. It wasn't long, thanks to Vince Russo, but uh anyway, that's uh it was a good time. What? What? what, what, what I'm sorry, Tony. Go ahead. A lot of people are hot and cold on Vince Russo. What was your experience with him? Uh, well, he when we won the belts, he said he didn't think that he thought the country boy gimmick was wasn't right for, to have the straps. And I'm like, you know come to West Virginia, walk down the street of my little town, the sidewalk, and everybody's got overalls on. Everybody's got boots, some kind of boots on. So it, it's a way of life for us. But he's the one that wanted us to do the Southern justice, be in the suits. So, uh, of course, I had a broken neck then yeah. when we were wrestling. I was wrestled seven weeks with a broken neck. But they were going to put the belts on us, I think it was in September, and it's when Road Dog and Billy Gunn had the straps that night. But they decided to send me home the next day, Vince did, 
so I could go get checked. And then I had to have spinal, spinal fusion, but we were going to get him the third time that night on Monday night raw against uh road dog and Billy, but you know, and then you sit back and you think, well, what could have been, you know, we could have had a bigger role in WWE show, but never worked out that way. And I, I absolutely loved that, that Southern justice thing that you did when you came back as, as Jeff's uh, Jeff Jarrett's guys, but I want to circle back a little bit to something that I don't think a lot of people really remember is when, when you, when you first, you know, kind of went that heel direction, you had uncle Cletus with you. Uh, I don't think a lot of people really remember uncle Cletus. What can you tell us about uh, your run with that? And why didn't that necessarily work out? Uh, because they put, they, well, everybody, I don't know, but that that's dirty white boy. Yep. AKA Mr. Hopper. (laughs) But, uh, it was, it was perfect. And then that's when all that hit with Vince Russo. They wanted us out of the seat. Out, they wanted us in the suits, out of the overalls. So that's why that gimmick got shit canned. But it would have been good with him. You know, another Southern boy, just hillbilly as cornbread. But it just, you know, that's, that, that's what makes me mad sometimes is things go on in the office that affects, you know, I don't know, but that's, that's what, that's what happened with that. I'm really, I'm really surprised though, because, you know, anybody who knows anything about, about Vince, uh, he's always had this affection for the hillbilly characters, you know, whether or not it was something that he was poking fun at, but you know, you, you take a look at, at WWE history, he's always had some sort of Southern characters. I'm kind of surprised that they would allow, you know, uh, Russo to pivot away from something like that. I mean, you were in the thick of it. You knew it was, it was successful. I'm just kind of, it's a head scratcher that he would even go along with changing that. Well, yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, can you imagine the, the avenues we could have went two big, dumb, dirty hillbillies with these shiny straps. I mean, come on, man, it, it would have worked, but you know, when you got a couple pansies running something up there. Uh, but, hey, we had a good time while we did it. And you guys made an impact. Oh, Ooh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. And one, one other thing, real quick. Uh, Vince, when we when we did, when me and Hunter did the hog pin match, Vince says, okay, here's, what, here's the way it's going to be set up. We're going to have the ring. You're going to have, have to walk down to the hog pins. He said, you all come up with the rest of it. Me and Hunter went over the whole mat. I mean, we that was all ours. But at the end of the night, when we walked back through, Hunter's bleeding. We got hog shit all over us. And Hillbilly's even got it on him. Vince is waiting there. And he pulls us into this little room where he was sitting. And he goes, damn, boys, y'all pulled that off. Because everybody thought it was going to be a ha-ha match with the pigs and but he said that's that was the best match of the night. So when Vince tells you that, and then of course a few months later we were at the Slammy Awards for that match. So that always resonated with me that Vince, you know, took a few minutes to say, "Hey boys, you know, y'all pulled that off. That was some good shit." Well, um, you mentioned the Slammies. You. Do you you have a Slammy, don't you? Didn't you win one of the Slammies for like like smelliest wrestler or something? Uh, I may have. I don't know. <laughs> yes, but we were top match in the Slammies that year. 
What were your thoughts on the tag team division in your era in WWE? Because in 90, like 90, 91, 92, 93, uh, WWE was incredibly known for its tag teams. And then a little later in the Attitude Era with the Hardys and the Edge and Christians and the Dudleys, you were kind of in that weird little lull. And I'm not discrediting anything that you guys accomplished. That's that's it's remarkable. But you had the you guys were working with the new rockers a lot, like the body donnas, the smoking guns. What was your take on that division, especially coming from a place like WCW? Well, I thought it was a pretty good crowd. Uh, you know, they were needing tag teams at that time. When we went up there, there was oh, we need to get the tag team stuff going. So we were glad to be a part of that. That they were trying to get you know, established again, it seemed like when we got up there. No, yeah, and I and I agree. And you guys were literally like a staple in, in that entire that entire run because you guys were big, you were tough, you were you were you were you also had personality. Everything yeah. everything seemed to click. Is that something that you remember fondly? Is that something that you consider an accomplishment keeping that division alive? Yeah, I thought, you know, I thought uh because we had the blackjacks, yeah. uh, the headbangers, uh, we had the uh, I mean, LOD the Canadian boys, yeah. LOD, yeah. So it was, I mean, it was good. It, the tag team was was fun. It was competitive, and I was glad to be a part of that era. You uh, mentioned your broken neck before a freak accident uh, in a match against the Legion of Doom. Um, can you can you take us through that? I mean, did you know instantly that you had broken your neck? No, actually, I uh, when it happened, it, I seen the flash, and I it dazed me for a minute. As close as I ever come to being knocked out, and uh, Hillbilly jumped up in the ring and said, "Are you all right?" And I was like, "Yeah." I said, I pulled a muscle and I'm twisting my head. And at that time, I'm feeling like sand in my mouth. And there was pieces of my teeth that got chipped. So I walked to the back and uh, the office told me to lay down on a cold floor. And they took my shirt off and I just laid on a concrete floor until the ambulance got there. But, uh, yeah, that was a pretty uh, scary, disheartening night. Let's, uh, Let's lighten it up a little bit. Right here, I have this uh, <laughs> this bone cruncher action figure, summer uh, from nineteen, uh, I guess 1996, 1997. What is your yeah. what? Is, do you have any of your own merchandise on display anywhere? Do you have any of your figures still hanging around? Uh, let's see. That's also a question from our oh, Patreon oh, supporter, oh. Carrie Calling. Look at that. Love it. <laughs> Look at that! I like that. I have those too. They're in a they're in a tote. (laughs) The slop slop bucket a girl made in Berlin, Germany, and gave to me in 1997. That is so cool. (laughs) No, it's funny. Speaking of 1997, SummerSlam 1997 was in our backyard in East Rutherford, New Jersey, where you guys actually uh, fought the Road Warriors in that in that or the Legion of Doom, I guess you could say. Any any memories of of being in such a like that's like summer SummerSlam is SummerSlam working the Legion of Doom is working the Legion of Doom you had SummerSlam and you're doing both any any fond memories about about that encounter and what it was like working on on arguably the second biggest pay-per-view of the year with the Legion of Doom 
was just, I mean, it's still, you can't, and I, I don't really think of it like I used to, but since you brought it up and I'm now, I'm really thinking about it. I mean, that's really big and that, and I, it's a big accomplishment and it was a pleasure to be there against LOD. Just everything was big and just, yeah. but you're, you're nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I was still getting nervous. That's awesome. Cause I, I was there, I was there for that. I don't know if Matt or Tony were, but I was, I was 100% there for that. Oh yeah. And it was, it was in a match where like you had like, it was like the heart foundation versus like the world. And then, then you guys, and then like the nation of domination versus you know, the barrique was, and then you guys found your role and you found it so perfectly against LOD. It, it just was a bright spot to me on that show. I mean, we had those strap matches with them and we had the strap matches with the, the twins. Um, oh, Eli and Jacob. Yeah. Blue so brothers? yeah. The brothers, the twins. Yeah. So oh no no! Uh, good... I'm sorry, Skull and Eight Ball, right? Or no? Jacob yeah, no, they're the same person, Ron and Don. Harris. Oh my God, you're right! Holy shit! Yeah, Ron and Don. <laughs> Kevin had a little bit of a brain fart. <laughs> I'm putting the microphone down for the rest of this interview. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so, you know, go ahead. Matt. No, Tony, go ahead. I'm sorry, you've been mums the word the whole time, so. Um, brawl for all. I gotta ask. I know we talked about Russo a little bit. What made you decide that getting into the Brawl for All was going to be uh, something that you were interested in? And after your matchup against Bradshaw, what, what was your takeaways from it? Well, I mean, everybody said I won because I had the takedowns. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, it was, it was more for fun. Uh, they come to me. I just had nose surgery two months before. So I was a little skeptical about doing it, but they talked me into it. I said, what the hell? Let's do it. You know, you get a good payday for one for 10 minutes. So, uh, but it was brutal. I mean, some of the guys, it affected them way after. I mean, it hurt some guys' careers, I think. And and I, di I didn't like it. You know, we're not boxers. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, I didn't like it. I did, thought they, it was, did they give yeah. you any indications going into it that this was not going to be worked at all, that you guys are really going to go in there and just try to win this thing? Yeah, they they just say, you know, guys go in there and box. Uh, you can shoot, have takedowns. That's how you score. I think I had two, two or three takedowns. But, yeah, me and Bradshaw connected a couple times. He had a bloody nose. And of course, my – the right side of my cheek was uh, numb for like six weeks because I just had that surgery. So I was on the defense, you know, trying not to get hit in that side. But uh, yeah, I think it was a little bit out of our wheelhouse, you know, it was just wasn't right for us. What, um, what kind of conversation did you have, if any, with Bradshaw after the match? Like when you guys got through the curtain was uh was it something, you know, that did you guys discuss that maybe that wasn't what you were expecting? Uh, I guess, you know, what was it like between the two of you afterward? Oh, we were fine. With and, uh, you know, we just hugged and congratulated each other and we were done. You know, I, that was it. But, you know, uh, he got knocked out bad. Godfather yep. got knocked out bad. Mm -hmm. uh, so just to take that chance on people that, you know, we're not boxers. For somebody to, to take a shot like that is 
it was pretty bad. Yeah, and it, it wound up uh, ending uh, Steve Williams's career. You know, they, they, they had hopes for him, you know, being his last shot, you know, and for, you know, you listen to everybody, they said the program was going to be him and Steve Austin, but, you know, unfortunately never got there. Well, that, that for him most of all. That You're right. That's a big thing that was talked about because uh, they were doing that. This whole brawl, fall for brawl was for Steve Williams because they thought he was going to be the man and beat everybody up. But yeah, Bart, he changed the whole thing. And he, he got the raw end of the deal. <laughs> yeah, uh, unfortunately, yeah. Um, I mean, th- that's the whole thing about it. When you're younger and you're watching this and, you know, like you're like, wow, this, this is kind of cool. Like these guys are, you know, really out to win. But, you know, years later, after the fact, you hear about everything that went on behind the scenes and how everybody was affected by it. And you're just like, it's, it's a head scratcher. It really is. Yeah, it, it, it hurt the business more than helped. It, it really hurt. And it hurt some of the guys' careers. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, absolutely. So at post brawl for all the broken neck, unfortunately you have to hang up the tights. Is that one of the hardest things you've ever had to do? That was hard because I'll, I'll touch base on the broken neck night. Um, rest in peace, Hawk and animal. I love both of them to death, but Hawk was a little under the weather that night, and I told the office I wasn't comfortable doing the whole flipping. And they said, well, they, and, and Phineas said, well, I'll, I'll take it. I've taken it before. And they said, no, the office wants Henry to do it. Uh, I didn't stooge anybody out that night, but I did not feel comfortable doing it with Hawk. And sure enough, uh, ended up with a broken neck. But I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, I wish I wish it, that night changed uh, my career. Yeah. Kev, you got to turn your mic on. Kev, your mic. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. So, uh, forgive me for not knowing the timeline of this, but you actually had a chance to come back, correct? In around the same time maybe they were signing guys like i think marty janetti was brought back i want to say like 2005 ish 2006 and so you were brought back but and i think you were actually teaming with uh gordy's son uh terry gordy's son yeah so what happened with that and what what, why didn't that ever uh truly develop that's i had uh you know when i went back i wasn't in a good place i had Broke my neck, lost my job, uh, didn't feel like the man I was. I just lost my son in 2003. Oh, yeah. uh, so I, I went back. I, I really wanted to go back, but physically and mentally, I just was. I'm in better shape now than I was there. So, uh, and they didn't have high hopes with Gordy. And he ended up, yeah, that, you know, he didn't do nothing after that, really. So they just sort of ixnated it, and I went my way, and they went theirs. Do you have any aspirations of of being back? I mean, obviously, the doors are always open. Bridges are never truly, truly burned in this business. Do you have any aspirations to to be back there in some capacity someday? I would, yeah. It would be fine with me. Uh, 
just, you know, doing the Survivor Series thing with Taker and, and all the guys. Uh, man, what a just an awesome night. We just, all of us is Kevin Nash and Sean. We were in the same locker room. We had our own locker rooms upstairs. And uh, it was nice just getting together and telling the old stories and the old road stories and this and that. And, but being with everybody and, and uh, Savio being there, you know, making yeah. it. And so, but the BSK was representing that night, you know, he was missing Yoko and Paul Bear and Fuji and Crush. But uh, yeah, we, we got some good memories with those guys. I mean, that's all we got. So it's, it's so funny because like the moment when you guys came out, I remember I watched the, I must've watched it like four or five times and you got your guys entrance and the hug that, that triple H gives both of you guys when you, you know, when you get into the ring for that, for that intro, it's so weird because so much time has passed from then to now that people don't necessarily know how far you and triple H go back. So WCW actually. Yeah. So what did that, what did that mean to you knowing where he is now, where you are now, what was that kind of moment? Like is the relationship between you and triple H just like still boys or is it like, what, what is that like? Uh, it's awesome with Hunter because, you know, we, we started out in WCW pretty much together with me, him, and Dennis. And then we got let go at the same time. So me and him went on up to WWF. And lo and behold, that was we, they teamed us up together. That was really our first big thing in WWF was me and him. <laughs> but Hunter, we've always been close. We were on the road together a lot, you know, through the whole China thing and even with Stephanie and I love Steph and they're just good people. But when me and Hunter hugged that night and when we were backstage talking, really, I wanted to well up. I did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I did. The boys, they always meant a lot to me. So it was a good time. All right. I gotta, I gotta ask you. Um, so, so Dennis continues on after the Southern justice thing what what's your thoughts on naked Midian? They wouldn't have had my ass out there. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I mean, did he reach out to you? Did you did he did he ask you like, hey, this is what they want me to do? What do you think? Or was this just like you turn on the TV one night and you're like, what the hell is this? Dex was on his own after that. He, <laughs> you know, but he he told me, you know, he was going into the ministry to and uh would take her but the yeah the naked midian he had fun with it but i wouldn't have. I would, they would have sent me home right then yeah god bless them for that i ain't doing i run around naked with no fanny pack over my ding dong what are you crazy <laughs> get out of here with that nonsense <laughs> So what? So I'm sure inquiring minds want to know what are you up to these days. I mean, obviously it's the pandemic and the coronavirus and all that, so you're not out and about. But I see pictures on your Instagram. You do have an Instagram, Henry O Godwin, and Godwin spelled with two N's. Give them a follow. There's lots of great pictures up there. There's a really great picture of you and Bam Bam, and Bam Bam's got like his eyes shut with black and blue. Um, you know, you're you're clearly not living a gimmick. You are a hog farmer. You're doing that. There's pictures of you farming uh happy belated birthday by the way i know you just celebrated a birthday about a week ago 
But, uh, well, you know, you're doing your farming. Are you doing wrestling conventions, you know, prior to the, the pandemic? Uh, yeah, I was doing a lot of stuff. Uh, and, you know, everything got canceled and shut down. And uh, I was actually talking to George South. I guess you guys know George South? Yes, oh, I yeah. <clears throat> I was talking to him a few months ago. See, that's who trained me. That started in 89 with him and Stallion. Italian stallion. Yep. And uh, so I was talking to George. I said, uh, you know, I started my career with you and I owe you a lot for my career. And I said, I would like to finish my career with you. So we're talking about a Henry Godwin, George South uh, retirement <laughs> match. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. So now- we'll see how that goes, you know, and uh Actually, I'm flying to Minnesota April 4th, Easter Sunday, and and Dennis uh, Finneas is flying out of uh, Tampa, and we're doing a signing up there. That's awesome. That's, That's fantastic. Cool. And then we're uh, going to Wrestling Cade November 27th in Winston-Salem. North Carolina, right? Yeah. Wrestling Wrestling. Cade, yep. Uh, I have a question uh, from a fan who actually you might you might know or remember. Uh, he's a proprietor of Zombie Sailor Toys. Does that ring a bell to you? Oh, Joshy, Josh, Josh Sailor. Uh, he asked you. He asked you. Can you ask? Or he asked me to ask you. Can you ask him what it was like to slam Zombie Sailor in a pile of pig shit? Oh my god, that was that was very satisfying. <laughs> I just wonder get him by the neck but the slam and the shit hog shit was good <laughs> that's awesome that's it for me guys <laughs> wait hold on, hold on hold on is that a thing people you people could pay and you would slam them in a pile of shit because i think that's brilliant and i would a thousand percent do that yeah zombie sailor came down from new york uh we did a little promo and then he got a little mouthy and he got slammed in the shit <laughs> that's up north with a dirty ass <laughs> well we all have dirty asses up here in the north yeah. <laughs> some dirtier than others <laughs> yeah what are you gonna sure. do, do you- i would 100 percent get slammed in in hog shit i would 100 percent do that that sounds amazing it's a lot yeah, safer I mean- than uh getting that picture with sunny in bed that we almost got ourselves into well <laughs> yeah no what it was? It was weird, man. With the Russian dudes in the hall, we went to a wrestling. We know Sunny. Tammy's a wonderful lady. She's yeah. a friend of the show. Yeah. She did a convention, and the gimmick was that she was taking pictures. You know, you go up to a room, and she takes a picture in bed with you, and nothing crazy. Yeah. But uh, she was like, "Oh, Almost. come up after the convention." So me and Tony, we packed up our table. We had a table there, and Kevin. Uh, but Kevin left. He had to do. Uh, he was working for another wrestling promotion, uh, setting up a big show. Me and Tony went up. We were in the hallway, and it was me and him, and then some Russian dudes. And it got really weird, really quick. And I was like, "We gotta go, bro. This is. I don't like what's going on here." <laughs> hey, you know what? Been even weirder if me and Phineas would have walked in in our overalls, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then poured pig shit all over the floor yeah, and then... got flopped yeah <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds like well, a... had, we, had we hung around we might have gotten slopped ourselves who knows <laughs> yeah oh boy all right sounds okay, like man. a fever dream of mine well, <laughs> <yeah>. possible <laughs> henry when you see the quotes from dusty 
Dusty Rhodes, uh, when he says you were too handsome to be a heel, they had to put a mask on you. Um, how do you feel about that? Uh, well, it made me feel good. <laughs> but, uh, and I'm sure it made Tex feel bad because Dusty said, you're ugly. You don't need a mask, but Henry's got a baby face. <laughs> We're going to boo you because of your face. <laughs> How, he, uh, Phineas is a chef, right? Yeah. Is he like a really good chef? How do, how, how's his food? He's good. Yeah. He uh, he cooked a lot for us in Atlanta. When we lived together in Atlanta, he cooked a lot. So he's pretty damn good. What's his specialty? Uh, he's, uh, he's doing sushi real good now. Ooh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how how important is it for for the boys for the wrestlers to have a life outside of wrestling and something to to literally have with you all at all times? You know, the, the chef, you know, your farm and all that stuff. How important is that to to wrestlers? Uh, it's real important, you know, because we miss out on so much being on the road and um, you miss out on the birthdays and football games and you know this and that and uh so when when you come off the road and you get in your niche it's it's a good feeling that you can actually do something else you know we have fun here on the farm and it's a good time i know what i'm eating i don't have no there's no junk going in my hog so it's all natural and uh that's the way we like it. All right, I totally slowed the momentum down of the show with that with that question. <laughs> no, I like it. I could eat some hog right now. Oh, we just had some. That sounds delicious. Yes. Is there is there a specialty dish you make on the farm, like you personally? Oh man, we we got this uh, trezo sausage. Ooh, it's burritos. That's what we had tonight eggs and potatoes and trizzo and uh some good salsa and some hot sauce and uh, sounds like you, sounds like you're the one that's gonna have the dirty ass tonight my friend <laughs> <laughs> keep that easy <laughs> where's the bucket yeah don't yeah. don't do it in the bucket <laughs> I'll do it in the bucket, and then he's going to drive to New Jersey, and he's going to throw it on all three of us. Zombie sailor, here I come. <laughs> I will let him know. I will let him know. Yeah, I uh, talked to him the other day. He's supposed to call me this week. I think I know what that's about. Yeah. Yeah. Is well, there any, any movement on that? Any breaking news you can give, or should we wait for Zombie to break that? Else. He's supposed to call me, so we'll find out what he's got up his sleeve. Gotcha. Nice. Gotcha. Well, Henry, it's been an absolute pleasure. We've taken up tons of your time on this Monday yeah. night. We appreciate it. Yeah, here. I want to show you guys something real quick. Oh, please do. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Long, it better not be the toilet. It's going to be Wrestle, a hog. WrestleMania 13, we all, all the boys got a shirt that had the flames and it had our name on the back. Mine says hog. But not. I don't know of any of the boys that got their shirts left, but here's mine. Oh, that is awesome. That's beautiful. I yeah. remember that 13 logo too. Like it was yesterday. Yeah. 
That's and cool. then, uh, Oh, yeah. Show, show us more. Give us a tour, bud. Yeah, please. Awesome. I love this stuff. Godfather sent me this. Somebody in, uh, out west did this. This is a BSK cartoon. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. That's sharp. That's amazing. That's not a cartoon. That's like art. That's like legit artwork. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's crazy. And then uh, here's uh, here's uh, here's this. I got a couple of them. Oh, in the box. Mint on card, as we say in the figure world. Right, right. Uh, this is the Survivor Series would take her when he wore the mask. Oh, and that's when you guys were all wearing the Undertaker shirt. So it was you, Rikishi, Savio, and him, correct? Yes. Yep. That was uh, a lot of people didn't know, but that was the BSK crew. They got picked I, for that. I, and, oh, God, who was it? Jerry Lawler? Oh, God, I'm going to brain fart on this. Was it Lawler? Isaac Yankum. Isaac Yankum. Oh, it was the Royals. Mabel and Triple H. Yep. That's it. Wow. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's good with that, with the memory when it comes to Survivor Series teams. That's like his niche. Yeah, that's all I got. Everything, <laughs> everything runs together with me now. All the thirty years. <laughs> yeah, Survivor. Like I could tell you, like anything that happened from like '88 to like '97, but then like two, like '98, '99, 2000, beyond. It's it's all meshed into one thing, so I can't tell you. <laughs> Those are Kevin's drinking years. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be sure to follow Henry Henry O Godwin on the Instagram. Uh, show some support. Show some love for him. If you're going to be in the Minnesota area uh, on April 4th, get out there. Him and Phineas. I'm sure they don't get together a bunch. Get some photos. Get some autographs. Clearly, you could tell he's got a ton of stories because uh, we just talked to him for almost 50 minutes and it was amazing. Uh, it's yep. been a true pleasure, Henry. We'd love to get you back on. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before we let you go and enjoy the rest of your Monday night? I appreciate you guys getting reaching out to me. We'll do it again. Maybe, hell, maybe we can get Phineas on here at the same time or so. That That'd would be, be awesome. amazing. Y'all better take a stiff drink before you do that, though. <laughs> no problem there. So how, how, do you, how do you think we get through this show? <laughs> that is one. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you guys. And uh, like I say, uh, April 4th in Minnesota and then uh, WrestleCade in Winston-Salem in November. And I'm sure we'll have some other stuff coming up. Awesome. So cool. Well, Henry, it, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the night. We'll talk soon, sir. God Keep bless, Henry. Touch. Thank you. Keep in touch. Absolutely. Keep All right. See you guys. Be well. We Henry. we just crushed it right there. Back to back. Josh, the good woods, and Henry Godwin. Uh, we are. We haven't even talked. We got to talk NWA. We got to talk Fastlane. He might be dropping out, so he's probably welcome back to his uh, his computer or whatnot. We might be able to that. Yes, Henry Godwin just told us to keep in touch, Matt. And I will. I am uh, annoying as shit, so you know I'm going to bother these guys. <laughs> yeah, but he welcomed it. It was his. It was his invite. I, no, I understand. They welcome it, but then I start sending text messages. Look, he's back. He's back. He's back. Round two. Why don't you get off this thing? <laughs> I don't I know. Connect, Henry, if it'll help. <laughs> Technology, baby. Show. I'll let my wife help me. Hi. Oh, hi, Mrs. Godwin. 
Oh, hello. He, <laughs> this is incredible. He had nothing but nice things to say about you. Yes. Oh, well, that's sweet. And if and he said if he, if he did, you would beat the shit out of him. So that <laughs> is best behavior. Checks in the mail. <laughs> Thank oh, God. Yeah. You guys, Thank you. Both very lucky. Good night, guys. Thanks. See ya. Oh, oh man. What a great uh, Tony, great help these guy. people. Let's hang up on them, Tony. Help them I'm out. Try, I'm trying, man. I'm, what do you think? There, there we, we go. go. All oh, right. Okay. That was fantastic. We got to talk Woo-hoo. NWA back for the attack. We got Fastlane. We got picks. Uh, MLW. We got a lot to cover. Yeah, we got to do a speed round after whatever, whatever. I don't know. I don't. I fucking put the cart before the horse. Kev, what do we always say around this time? Help me. Back after this. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you can combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. On March 31st, there is strength in numbers. Join us. Join the Mark Order. Horns up. 
This is Rock from Radioactive Metal. Join Snowy, Kareem, Aaron, and myself right here on the Shining Wizards Network every Friday for your weekly metal fix. We talk to all your favorite artists, cover all the latest metal news, cover all the latest releases, and feature brand new unsigned bands. So sit back, grab a beer, download the latest episode, and always remember, it's not metal unless it's radioactive metal. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... We shared a room. Shared a room. We shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go maybe. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, no, yeah. Well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, the ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. So, mate, take it easy. With a K, motherfucker. It's time to thank those that support us over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash wizards podcast and for the low low price of one dollar a month you can support your favorite wrestling podcast we provide amazing content last week tracy williams this week josh the good woods and henry godwin both had excellent time tonight gentlemen i just want to share that with you i know it's usually something i do after the show but uh they had such a great time they love both of them would love to be part of the show in the near future uh so if you're a patreon supporter and you want your name mentioned in the same show as the wrestling superstars of yesterday and today go to patreon.com slash wizards podcast for one dollar a month you can support the show three dollars a month you get three uh bonus episodes a month a watch along a profile and uh an event profile that we do by the way I think for this month, our watch-along is going to be the Hogpen match. I think I'm going to watch that this week. Ooh, there you go. You heard it here first. That came to me in a dream, or maybe when I was talking to Henry. I don't know, but I think it's a great idea. Imagine watching, doing a watch-along with Henry Godwin of the Hogpen match. You might have to do a $30 tier on the the Patreon. Oh, 50. 50 cash, baby. 50. 50. Well, we want to thank those that support us. We're going to start. We have the newest Patreon member, Mr. Roll. Right? Roll, baby. Is that how roll. it's announced? I don't know. It was, was, was R O L. That's all I saw. Yeah, roll, 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 aids. roll. You know what, roll. If it's roll, great. If it's not, please reach out to us. Tell roll. us we said your name wrong, so we know how to He's pronounce rolling it. Deep, because we're because we're mostly. I'm an idiot. I can't speak for Kevin and Tony, but I'm an idiot, and I usually read the name. So, uh, no, it was roll. It was I, I checked it too. It was R O L. That was it. Uh, Kathy Homer, the queen of the Shining Wizards, Mr. Manny Kratzo, the king of the Shining Wizards, Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP, uh, Ryan, Arth- Ryan Arthur over at Elementary.com. It's a local brewery here in Hackensack, New Jersey. If you're in the area, please support your local businesses. It's starting to get warmer out. They have outdoor seating. They have brews. Uh, you're not comfortable being in a crowd. You haven't got your vaccine yet. Grab a sixer to go. Go on home with some Elementary Brew. Uh, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo. Uh, Ryan Schlong, uh, Brett Simonello, 
What do you hear? What do you say? Uh, Catherine Hensler over at OnDeckIC.com. She also hosts the Pick a Vinyl music podcast. If you're into music, it's highly recommendable. Uh, And she does a wrestling podcast with Kevin Gill. Uh, What's good in uh, wrestling with KG? Uh, So check that out. Uh, Well, I don't know how much longer that's going to last. So I would say the Wednesday night show, but who knows? My schedule is starting to stack up, boys. So look out. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Matt Garifo. No relationship to the K, J.G. Uh, Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, uh, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Happy birthday, Mark. Uh, Kenny Hawsey, Mr. Scotch Drinkmore himself. Uh, Jay Cop, the big cop of pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks every Friday night here on The Rant. Uh, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. Uh, Michael Hammond. David Henry Bauer III, his pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, Matthew Birch, the true Prince of Pro on Twitter. Give him a follow. Uh, he's a great supporter of all things independent wrestling and professional wrestling and a really good guy. The Bergman, he's in the Facebook. He's watching us live. He's the LeBron James of Mattel Elite figure collecting, and he loved, loved the Henry Godwin interview. Said it right there in the Facebook. Who did? Come on. Uh, Carrie Cowling. Uh, she's supporting us all the way out from California, IA. He's rocking that SWK T-shirt. She's got the pink and black. True supporter, thank you for the love and support, Carrie. And last but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? Kevin, we do know what you mean. You know what else I mean? Ringside Rant, the newest show on the Shining Wizards Network. Make sure you check those guys out. I put a lot of work into that William Mercier, by the way. You always do, and it always comes off perfectly. Bravo, sir. <laughs> Can I give you a this and that before we move on to news and notes and, and pay-per-views and whatnots? Hit me with a this and a that. Elite 8 in the Valet 32 starts tomorrow. We've got four matchups left. 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock east, tomorrow and Wednesday. We got our finals in each division. I put out an episode last night to catch you all up on who's in the lead, who's left, what happened. Matt, some surprise victories. We got some big upsets that happened in the round of 16. We're moving on to the Elite Eight now. Anything can still happen. Make sure you're voting on Twitter and Facebook. Voting is going to go for three days for this round, not two, three. So make sure you get your votes in. You can vote Twitter and Facebook, one vote each. Get everybody involved. It's been a blast. And, and if you're Discord, we talk about the Discord. We talk about it on Discord too. Sorry, Tony, okay. I didn't mean to cut you off. If you're having trouble following the tweets, if you just search hashtag Valet Thirty Two, all the uh, polls will pop up, so you can vote uh, accordingly uh, and make sure My in the poll time will frame. pop up all the time. Oh. All right, there, fucking Tony Venus. <laughs> so, Tony, who's actually left for those who may not go out of their way to to search the the actual episode. We got to give we got to give the people what they want, Tony. They want to know. Well, I can give them the elite eight right now. Yeah, I'll, do it. Yeah, I will give you the matchups, but I'll give you who's left. There you go. Lita, Missy Hyatt, Sherry Martell, Terry Runnels, Sonny, Miss Elizabeth, Beulah, and probably the fan favorite right now, at least on the Twitter space, Francine. Want Franc- the match? Join us tomorrow at noon on the Facebook, on the Twitter. Get all the matchups and vote, 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 vote. Terry Runnels in the Elite Eight. That's impressive. Yeah. 
and find out which number one seed got eliminated. There's one of them I didn't mention. Go check it out. The graphics are up. Number there. one seed's gone. One of the number one seeds is gone. Yes. Oh, crap. I gotta... She gone. <laughs> she gotta... go... She's gone. Oh, the... Wasn't that Bob I... Bob Saget that sang that? Bob Saget. That's right. She's gone. Bob, Bob oh, Saget no. and the Rippers. No. God, that's Hall and Oates. She's gone. She's gone. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I snorted. I, I never snored. Well, you know All who right. was you know who was gone for a long time, but they're back Uh-oh. for the attack. Who's that? The NWA, and not yes. uh, Dr. Dre and Company. Yes, and you know it's. The, you, Here's the weird thing. A lot of faces gone, but we got a lot of new faces. A lot of them are from the uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood from primetime live. Not hating that at all. Uh, Go ahead. A lot of those faces are going to be really hard to replace. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, from what I took away from the chat, because, you know, on Fight TV, there's always a chat that goes along with whatever you're watching. never, ever see those. Oh, really? I just stream it to my TV and that's it. I want no part of that. But I mean, but I mean, they Tony's, also. Tony's an instigator, Matt. Not that I'm instigator, but you get a good litmus as to who people like, who they don't like. But I mean, you think about it like we lost Eli Drake. Dave Marquez, for God's sakes, is not involved anymore. <laughs> and they were hurting without him, honestly. Wait, like, I don't know what his behind the scenes deal was, but at least for the ring announcing and the interviews. With all due respect to Dave Marquez, your plateau was Eli Drake, Dave Marquez. No, no, listen. I mean, if if you know anything about the California wrestling scene, championship wrestling from Hollywood, Dave Marquez is a big part. Dave no, he's a big guy. He's a he's a big dude, and and he's he's, he's great at what he does for New Japan in America. Like he's in charge of all the shows that you see. So uh, I did not know lot, that. He's got a lot of spoons in the porridge. We like the spoons in the porridge around here on the Shining Wizards. He does. So let's run down. A brief list of people who were gone. Eli Drake, Zicky Dice, the Beer City Bruisers, Eddie Kingston, Allison Kay. Um, and R.I.P. Of course. Just question mark. Um, um, what's his name? Latimer's partner, Royce Isaacs. Royce Isaacs, who was on AEW Dark last week. Um, who else are we forgetting? Uh, Caleb with a K. Caleb with a K. Conley, yes. Impact. Uh, we don't uh, know some of, some of the other women that were there, like Ashley Vox. I don't know if she's coming back. I don't know if Tasha um, Steeles. Yes, Melina. Who's Who's the other one that was fighting with? Uh, that was fighting with Melina. She was part well, of Marty Mar- Bell. Marty Bell's still Marty- there. Is she? I think so. Right. I'm I thought Marty sure. Bell. I don't think Marty Bell is anywhere else but there. I don't think. I'm not sure. I haven't. Well, I haven't. She hasn't been mentioned, so yeah, I haven't seen her anywhere else. So, well, power will be on Fight TV tomorrow night, and you can it's pay you know, you pay for it now. It's Um, like five bucks a month, five bucks a month. So, it's a little bit over a dollar for an episode, which is not bad at all. Uh, but back for the attack play took place Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. showtime matinee. Uh, there were six matches, we did make picks. Mm. Oh Christ! I need pick now, music. Now, uh, I have overall standings because we picked both pay per views Sunday, but we'll do just the NWA at first, then we'll go to Fastlane, and then we'll get a full scale idea of where we are. 
Okay, mm. keep it rolling. What, what we got? Uh, Tony, you walked out of uh, the NWA with a 4-1-1 one, and one record. Because yeah. of the draw, right? Because of the draw, yes. Uh, Kevin, you were second place with a 3-2-1 and one record. Because of the draw, right? Yes. I okay. am drowning in my own piss and shit with a 2-3-1 and one record. I don't know what to expect. Uh, we all lost the four-way match. Yeah. Uh, I think I picked Thomas Latham. Uh, that doesn't count because he didn't win. No. Who I lost on Thunder Rosa. And I As lost I. on Tyrus because uh, I picked J.R. Kratos. I had a feeling when they were bringing Tyrus in that Tyrus wasn't going to lose. It's it's tough to lose in your debut, even though it kind of reverses when you talk about the Adonis-Trevor Murdoch match. Because this was, was this Adonis's debut, per se? Um, He... Well, I think it was right. It was. He he wrestled on primetime live as part of that series. But, you know, a lot of the people that wrestled on there weren't necessarily NWA affiliated yet. So while I had seen him on primetime live, I believe this was his first uh, foray under the NWA banner. Yeah. That's why I kind of um, went. That's why I went with him, to be honest with you. I would not. I would not have thought that uh, Slice Boogie would have won that. I would have taken Clearwater over Boogie, but I really thought that Crimson would have won because uh, Crimson is one of Aldous's guys that he probably brought in. I mean, you could tell all of Aldous's crew, because they all came with fucking Hogan 91 tans. They yeah, were but all... Here, here's what, and I picked Crimson, I think, and um, and I went with him only because... I don't know why. I honestly don't know why I went with him. I should have went with my gut and said that. There's no reason why Crimson, who's been working backstage for NWA for God knows how long, why would he... Like, he knows better than to to try... Not that he would put himself over, but, like... You would think that like he knows better than you. Go, you want to elevate somebody else, and that's why it was uh, it was silly for me to think that Crimson was going to win that match. Fine match though, fine match all around. I think you know sometimes with the three ways and four ways, there's a lot of confusion. But I think I think it was good for what it was. No arguments. I turn my mic on. Uh, there was a story. The on. show the show opened. Great to hear Joe Galley. Yes. Uh, Tim Storm was on commentary with him, which I enjoyed. Yeah, he did a fine job. Uh, I didn't realize how much I missed a Nick Aldis promo until he came out and cut one. Uh, one of the best. I'd put him up there against anybody in the business today. I don't know if it's his aura, if it's the suit, if it's the 10 pound of gold in my brain. When we talk about professional wrestling champions, I never bring Nick Aldis up, but when I see him on my TV screen and he's got the suit, he's got the Rolex on, he's got the 10 pounds of gold. Like he fucking, is the epitome of what, like, he is the 2021 Ric Flair. Yeah, that's NWA, Matt. Yeah, it's NWA. You know what? And it's just, you have to see it. Like, his promos are so fucking good. Uh, and I missed that for the last year. It works on every level. The, the way the way he The way he holds himself, the way he carries himself, the way he, like, talks to the audience, when he gets the points across, he doesn't bury anyone, you know, before he says he's going to beat them, you know? You're a worthy contender. They said you weren't worth it, but I, you know, you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. But rest assured, when they, at the end of this match, you're not going to walk away with Sweet Charlotte. I mean, what else can you expect from a great champion? His sweet, promos are unbelievable. Charlotte. The interviewer, uh, unfortunately, poor May. I mean, poor. I mean, Kyle Davis wasn't any better. Kyle Davis, yeah. And I think I, Kevin, I, did you uh, did you get a chance to see this? I did not watch this show. So if you get a chance to watch it this week um, 
And I think that's why Tony mentioned Dave Marquez right after Eli Drake. Like, with all due respect to Kyle Davis and um, May Valentine, like, I, we, I don't think we realize how important that role is until that person is gone. Yeah, and Matt, you're 100. Tony, I'm sorry, and Matt, you're. It, the more I think about it, you're 100 percent right because NWA focused so much on those interview segments where you know, you know, the, the curtains like five feet away and you come out and and it just brings you back to that time where you, studio wrestling was studio wrestling and an interviewer is so important in studio wrestling. It's important in all wrestling, but in in studio wrestling when every other segment is either at an announce booth or with, uh, you know, uh, you know, a mean gene type person, it's a hundred percent important. So I, uh, yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent with both of you. Uh, I think, I think in both of their cases, they were just really nervous because I think they knew the pressure was on because this was the big return, the big comeback. Um, so that's why like their mistakes they they were both they were both like off for different reasons, but I think when it comes down to it, it had to have been nerves. I mean, you could definitely see it with May, not so much with um, what the hell's his name Kyle Davis, not, not so much with Kyle because you really didn't see him too much other when he was behind the podium. But yeah, I mean that's something that's got to be worked on. But so what? What were was this the was this the commentary team May and Kyle or commentary or no, 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 are they, they, they both? Do- they do the interviews like Kyle does the interviews at the podium and May was doing the interviews behind the scene. Now, look, May and Sauronaro, who came back, they're awesome together. If she managed him and they did their best friend thing, like and she was at ringside supporting him, kind of like a like a booty man and the booty babe. I'm 100 percent on that. I think that would be awesome. But Me too. She, was, she was rough, but it was probably because she was nervous. She was never in that position before. And they probably said, hey, we need somebody. Can you do it? How could you turn it down? She needs some work, but I think it was probably nerves more than anything. Yeah, I mean, if I guess if if anything, it's you can only go up from here, right? Well, Matt, who needed work in that second match? Well, sliced sliced boogie won the four way dance, and the yes. story that they told was that Jax Dane and Crimson, former tag team partners, um, spent a lot of time beating up on Jordan Clearwater and Slice Boogie, uh, and then arguing with each other. And uh, while they were arguing outside the ring, that allowed Sliced Boogie to hit the dead-ass driver on Clearwater to get the victory. So Sliced Boogie victorious. Um, Look, Tyrus Kratos was not a very good match. I'm just going to say it. Tyros, Tyrus, Tyros, Tyrus. (laughs) Tyros. Tyros was tired like a minute into the fucking match. That's that's the thing. He he doesn't work a bad match. It's just that he never got out of half a gear there, man. It was it was rough. It was rough. And he's not bad. Like you can see how he was working. He was going for that methodical big man pace, but you got to pick it up a little bit from that. And it just it just was not there for him. Kratos, I don't have a problem with. Kratos was game. You know, like he looked like he was ready to move. He was showing some fire, some emotion, but. When your dance partner is dragging you down, man, there's only so much you can do. And Isn't Tyrus- this also Tyrus's like first match in God knows how long? In God knows how long in the NWA, yeah. So who knows? Like, look, I know the guy works out. He definitely was not in ring shape for this one. Okay, I'll take your word for it, 100. percent And, and it I- sucks. I like Tyrus. I like him. The people that were in the chat didn't like him, but yeah, know. but that's that's outside. That also probably involves shit outside the wrestling world. 100. percent 
Uh, I didn't like it because Kratos is Kratos, 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 Jr. We're gonna go Jr. He's he's half of the tag team champions. Yeah, but tag team champions are known for being tag team specialists, not necessarily singles. So what is this? Tyrus gonna bring in a fucking tag team partner now? Look, Aaron Stevens was in your main event. He's a tag team champion. Did he win? No, but that's the world champion. He was playing the Ricky Morton role. You leave him alone. Saying man, you dare Sully the good name. I'll tell you what I did like. Oh, N- tell me. The NWA TV championship match. Not a big Pope fan, but him and Thomas Lattimore, they really tore the house down. They did. That was a good match. Um, they changed the time limits now. It's 10.05 instead of 6.05. For yeah, what I reason, I don't, I don't know. know how I, mean, I feel about that. But whatever. Well, wasn't, the ti- wasn't the TV time limit always 10 minutes? No, Well, when, they, when the NWA brought back the television title, they were doing the uh, 6.05 time Oh, limit. okay. All right. And that was also part of the lucky seven rule where if the TV champ either successfully defended or went time limit in seven matches in a row, that would be an automatic world title shot. So I guess they're doing away with that for now. Um, what did you That's... think of the national title match? I really enjoyed the shit out of that one, too. I thought that uh, that um, Trevor Murdoch brought his working boots for that one. He looked really good. And so did so did Chris Adonis. I really like this match, too. Yeah, I think Trevor Murdoch needs to spend less time eating boogers and more time on the treadmill. Mm. How do you like them apples? I'm still hot about him beating Aaron Stevens. Shenanigans. He won! Now, that was a good match, too. It was fine. Uh, the post-match was interesting. Clearly, the story uh, the story is not be- done being told yet. Yeah, he won. He won. <laughs> One more time, Tony. One more time. One more time. I won! There you That's go. Right. So uh, Murdoch uh, retains. Uh, Adonis goes to put him in the master lock. He slides out. He rolls him up. He steals a victory. Post-match, they do a little handshake, but Adonis isn't having that, Uh, and there's a beatdown, a little master lock. Yeah. All right. Uh, beat down. Kind of liking that. We got we got two feuds right now for the two under championships, and I'm okay with all that. I like these matches. Um, Camille defeated Thunder Rosa. Yes. For the number one contendership. Yes. Um, Camille. This is the one one pick I regret. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Uh, Camille, a little green. Still, yeah. But she's looked better than she has in a while. And that could be also due to her dance partner. Uh, Also, I'm in love with her. So that's got to be weighing on her conscience. Oh, Kev, you would have loved it. She was a little less diesel and a little more thick. But I think this look plays plays better for her. Mm -hmm. She looks bigger by not she looking. She was thinking as, about me the entire match. But she looks bigger, but not as ripped. So she that makes her look bigger in stature, if that makes sense. Like look at Rick Rude. Rick Rude was big, but he was chiseled. Now you compare. She's going to be a mega Warrior. star no matter what. Oh, of course. But I I like the look better. Plus they were all tan as shit. So you know that that's a plus. Mm, Tony, big on the tans. Tony is. You didn't notice the four of them were like fucking really tan, like really tan. You noticed it, dude. Uh, I did. You're back, you're back. You're back for the attack. You got to be tan. Well, that's what I mean. They were ready to go. Uh, Kevin, let me ask you a question. Taryn. All right. Taryn Terrell. What's her? That's deal? right. What's her? Uh, what's her uh, resume Pedigree? look like? Yeah. She was in. I'm sorry. I, my my internet connection's unstable. You're good. So I'm we sorry can hear you. I'm, we I'm can hear you. Good. You guys. Um, she. She started. I don't want to say she started there, but she was WWE ECW's 
general manager. Of course she was. Uh, Tiffany, I want to say her name was. Yep, 100%. And then she was in TNA for a very long time. Former, former, uh, you know, beau of, of Drew McIntyre. And she was in, T- she had a really good run in TNA. And I, <clears throat> excuse me, I think she had a group at some point in Impact. The Dollhouse, I want to say it was with Mia Yim and I want to say Marty Bell. But oh, yeah, I think you're that. right. So she was there. So she's she has a history. She's not a bad. She got in TNA she or an impact. She did some really good stuff. Uh, I think she is, though, is most and not deservedly so hindered to the reason why Drew McIntyre got released the first time. Uh, but Taryn Terrell is a tremendous uh she's a talent she's she 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 checks all the boxes in terms of wrestling in terms of of what you want in a personality so her debut I didn't see it so I have no idea what uh what happened but maybe not a name that a lot of people know and maybe it's a little she's a little like kind of like under the radar or maybe a little uh, spent too much time off the radar to make an impact but I think it's it's a great pickup I think so wrestling yeah, well, her commentary skills sucked. Wrestling Wait, she was on commentary. Oh, she was fucking garbage. Dog <laughs> shit. Oh, I didn't know she was on commentary. I thought she came back to be like a wrestler. I'm sure she's going to wrestle. At one point, she says, "Wow, she does a lot of stompy things." I, yep. I could, I could see that playing a part in her character, though. That could be fun. It was a tr- look. The bringing in people to sit in on color commentary for these matches that are supposed to mean something. It, it, I don't know what, what your boy WPC was thinking, because uh, I fucking... Taryn Terrell yeah. was, was bad. She was not as bad as fucking Austin Idol, this fucking Austin carny fucking... fucking oh, God, how are you going to stick this gimmick dude on commentary for a match that the importance of this whole show is to pay homage and honor the question mark, Joseph Hudson. That's why... Aaron Stevens is challenging, and this f- fucking gimmicked oh, up goon is sitting there. Tim Storm looked annoyed with him every time the camera yep. was on them. Yep, Tim Storm was annoyed when Austin Idol came to sit with them. The first thing, the first look, he was like, "What the fuck?" And Tony, Joe let me Galley, ask Joe Galley, Tim Storm, uh, Nick Aldis, uh, the fucking the guy I keep forgetting his name. Everybody's dressed Kyle. up. Here he comes, thank you. Here he comes, all fucking gimmicked up and what? Oh my god, the fucking the chat on Fight TV was having a field day with him. Not one person was digging what he was fucking shoveling. And let me terrible. And I know NWA's been gone for a year, right? But Tony, you were watching. You were dialed into the NWA. Yep. What? What is this crazy nonsense that Austin Idol is talking about? He's Nick Aldis's manager. I have no idea. No idea. I tuned him out after a while, dude, because honestly, Nick Aldis and Aaron Stevens had a great match. They were telling a great story. There were times where it really felt like Aaron Stevens might pull a victory out, which is what you want in a match like this. You know, going in, like you see it and you're like, come on, there's no way Nick Aldis is losing Aaron Stevens. But then as the match goes on, now they've got you sucked in. Now it's like, wow, what if he really does pull this off? And he was in opportunity, opportune moments to do that. When you got fucking Austin, I just yap, 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 yapping. 
Holy shit, dude. If you don't shut it out, it takes you out of the match. Did, it really uh, does. I, I had tweeted about Taryn Terrell and her stompy. She does stompy things. And when then, was the last time you heard Gordon Soley use the phrase <laughs> stompy things? And then uh, somebody, somebody DM'd me and said, uh, did you watch the main event yet? And I said, no. And he said, watch. <laughs> There's a point where, where Austin Idol won't shut up and Tim Storm is looking at him and Tim Storm writes something on a piece of paper and passes it to him and then Austin Idol stops. I guarantee you it says shut the fuck up. And I didn't I didn't even watch the pay-per-view. It just sounds like something that would be like to the point shut the fuck up. And if and if this person didn't DM me, I wouldn't have seen it, but I was looking for it. Was it Royce Isaacs? It was not Royce Isaacs. <laughs> The match itself was awesome, and this is a like Aaron Stevens has fallen into this role in the last two years with the NWA, where he is a goofy karate guy. This match, you saw none of that. You saw the Aaron Stevens who was signed to the WWE, who had a great run in FCW and NXT, uh, and was on the main road. Like, the dude wrestled his balls off. This was an excellent wrestling match. They did a great job telling the story. Uh, and I thought the ending was was bittersweet. They it was very nice. He deserved to be in that match, despite what everybody said. The way they built it up during the show with the interviews, he deserved to be there. And plus, at the very end, the little tribute they did for Josephus, where everybody came out, they held up the Mongrovian flag, they kind of said goodbye to him, like this one was for you, you know, all that good stuff. You didn't notice that they only rang the bell eight times for the ten bell salute. No, the first two went really fast, and I was like, oh, yes. I mean, gonna, I mean, look. Isn't that, isn't that very question mark-ish? Yeah, but I don't I, – I, look, if that's what they were going for – No, it's maybe, definitely not what they were going for, but that's – that, yeah, that, that would have been lost on yeah. me. I was like – people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> look, it's been a year. I get it. There's rust, but there was an awful lot of rust that's got to be scrubbed off of the fucking NWA at this point. Will I be tuning in Tuesday? Yeah, I think I'm going to throw five bucks down for this month. For God's sakes, I was in I was in on primetime live, whatever that costs. I don't even remember. So I'm going to give this one a shot, dude. Can you transfer credits? <laughs> check. Your, I don't know. Where would I send them to? Check, <laughs> your, check your fight account. You might have some credits. Yeah, I've been checking. I know you got some credits. I was ready to cash yours in. Hey, don't be touching my fucking credits, motherfucker. What do you give it? I give it a B overall. I think even with the technical snafus, there was a lot of good wrestling on this show. Camille's got a lot of promise. I didn't hate that match. I didn't absolutely love it. I thought it was good for what it was, except for the Tyrus Kratos match. Everything else was good to excellent. Yeah, I like your B. I like your B. I'll give it a B. I, again, I didn't like the Tyrus J.R. Kratos. Um, and obviously, there's some glaring holes there. Uh, you know, Kyle Davis and uh, and and. Uh... May Valentine, but uh, it'll be interesting to see going forward who they use from California or championship wrestling from Hollywood um, and maybe even the New Japan strong uh, crop of people. And who knows if the forbidden door. Yeah. I mean, look, you got a bunch of women in AEW that could definitely use the ring work. And right now your women's division is what Camille uh, Thunder Rosa. Allison Kay is, I think, still there. Marty Bell. No, Allison Kay is a free agent. Yeah, she's gone. Well, I mean, yeah, well, that still means that she's technically 
up for grabs there. Right? What about Melina? Melina might still be around, no? I have no idea what happened with her. Like, it was a weird storyline anyway. I don't I don't know. Well, what was supposed what, what happened with her? She was apparently signed to WWE and now nothing happened. Well, Do you guys know anything about that? They said she was going to be, but then it turns out she might not have been. Like I don't know. It's it's very up in the air. I'm as confused about yeah. that as you are. Yeah. Really but weird. I did hear those rumors, and I don't think anything ever came of it. Well, I, listen, I hope like, there's no reason why NWA shouldn't be included in this whole forbidden door thing. Like, it it, there, it makes perfect sense. Why not include them if they're back and if they're if they're relevant again? Britain, put them in in Impact. Put Impact guys on NWA. Put in, Impact guys or put NWA guys on AEW. New Japan. I really hope the New Japan stuff. And I'm not a big New Japan guy, as you guys know, but. Everything should work together once everything can work together. You know who was still there who came out at the end? Homicide. Homicide's still in the back working for them. Happy birthday, Homicide. Happy birthday, Related. Homicide. Is it his, his birthday? It was yesterday, I think. Oh, happy birthday yesterday. There you go. All right, that covers that. We got to move on. We got so much to cover. There is much more to cover. There was a WWE pay-per-view last night, Fastlane. Oh, brother. <laughs> Okay, okay, the, the music. music. We just keep it rolling. Keep going. Oh, they're going to play the perfection music. I thought that was going to happen. Oh, is there a perfect? Oh, there was a perfect. Kevin Garifo. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was a perfect. Uh, Kevin, I mean, we all had a good showing on this show. Kevin went 7-0. and uh, Me and Tony went 6-1. and a fucking I lost on Apollo Cruz and I lost on Mu- Mustafa Ali. Mustafa. Mustafa. Excuse me. All right, whatever. Mustafa <laughs> sticking in your fucking ass. Mustafa. Sticking in your Mustafa. <laughs> uh I did not see any of the show. I have the results. Uh I heard great things about the main event until the ending. I watched the show. <laughs> Listen, I I was talking about in the Discord. Now I'm not a SmackDown guy. I haven't watched SmackDown in a while, but I saw that fucking coming a mile away that they were going for the three way at Mania. Saw it. I don't I don't know anybody who didn't see it coming. Maybe I hope it wasn't just me because it was so obvious. Oh well, you're you're a cerebral assassin, Tony. There you go. So clearly you know that. So Kevin, you didn't like the ending. I did not. I because I think the match was too good for an ending like that. Like. There's a lot of amazing wrestling on this show, and they always and WWE always tends to deliver that on these, I guess, air quote pay per views. It was such a great match to end it with, with Edge being a, a referee eventually, and then it, it just you didn't you didn't need it. You, there was ways to get around it uh, w- without having Edge, you know beat the shit out of Daniel Bryan with a chair. It, it, again, I'm, nit, I'm not nitpicking, but I'm like talking maybe out of turn because I don't necessarily know a whole lot, but I just didn't care for the ending. That's all. But great match, though. A lot of great matches on this show. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I don't like the WWE product, but there's few and far between times. I will few and far between times. I will tell you the wrestling is bad because it's not. They have unbelievable yeah. athlete like Look, I heard McIntyre and Sheamus was fucking amazing. That was probably my favorite match of the show. Uh, I heard Riddle and Ali was really good. Um, and that was on the kickoff. Biggie and Apollo Crews was good, but the finish was wonky. 
because nobody seemed to know what was going on. Seth Rollins and Nakamura, I mean, that... 100%, yeah. 100% on that uh, Big E finish, by the way. Uh, Tony, I mean, elaborate was, on that, because it's, it's escaping me right now. Uh, Apollo went for a small package. Big E reversed it, got the pin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing sort of happened, and then all of a sudden, Apollo started attacking Big E again. So you didn't really know the match was over. You didn't really 100% yeah, know if like, the match was over. Yeah. The bell rang, but Apollo just kept going, so it was kind of like did it stop? But then it did. And I was like, fuck, I lost the match. So I didn't give a shit after that. So do you guys think that we get Apollo Cruz going back to Yuhu Nation? Dude, they, it's possible. Look, they gave him the whole fucking African gimmick again, Nigerian Nigeria, yeah. and all this and that. How do you fucking like not let him win at that point? Like just to lose again, just to lose a third time now, in a row? I think because Apollo Cruz kept it going, I think we're going to see this match at Mania. And I think, I hope anyway for, I mean, I, I like both these guys, so it doesn't matter to me who wins and who loses. I just think that Apollo is, Biggie just won the belt. So it's too early, I think, to take it off him. Well, they did it to the Miz a few weeks ago, but then again, that was the Miz. Totally yeah. different story. That was, that that was by design. It. No, I get it. I get it. Here's what kills me, right? Why would you bother doing anything with Shane and Strowman knowing full well that the end game for this is WrestleMania. Like, why would you even advertise this? Consider WrestleMania is three weeks away. They could have forgotten about it for the pay-per-view, brought it up again on Monday, and whoa, then made the push to whoa, Mania. Tony. What? How? Braun Strowman was slimed on Monday hmm. Night Raw. How is he not going to want to have a match on Sunday night at Fastlane? Shane was hurt. Shane was hurt. You know, he got hurt in training. Like it was Elias had to take his place. Elias Elias wasn't ready to wrestle the 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 man Braun Strowman, whatever the fuck his gimmick nickname is. Like you fuck, you can't do that on television. He got slimed. Oh well. What what was it? It was it was. If when you said I don't know, that's when you got slimed, right? Correct. Yes. And if you said water, you got water. But I. I wouldn't have had such a big – I put this in my picks. Like, when we did our text message picks, I was like, wait, what's going on here? Why is it this match? Because the match was officially off the table, and then all of a sudden they started talking about it again during the show. So it was like, On Friday Night SmackDown, it was advertised. Right, but they, Saturday it was off of WWE.com. Oh, I don't check WWE.com. I don't either, but I follow – I have to follow uh, Wikipedia and stuff, and it wasn't on the Wikipedia, so. Yeah, Wikipedia, definitely they took it off. Yeah. Those Wikipedia editors, they're good. The, the the WWE ones are pretty good, especially the ones that are keeping real time with upcoming events and title changes and whatnot. They're they're on the money with that. I don't know who's in charge, but they do a good job. You should get, yeah. sir. You should get a raise. If you're out there and you hear this, give two dollars to Wikipedia. Yes, please. And also support our Patreon. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Riddle retains against Mustafa Ali, and then it looks like the retribution is falling apart. Good. Uh, Jack off and whack bar and all those fucking mm-hmm. idiots. They, the hide, they said, see you later. That's right. Uh, double choke slam. Double cheeseburger. Double choke slam. Oh. Double tea bar. Double slapjack. Double Mason Ryan. Double Mustafa, motherfucker. Double Nexus. Double Wade Barrett. Double Heath Slater. Uh, the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions retain. Uh, both teams tease dissension throughout the whole match. Um, 
And Yo, then... Bianca got bitch slapped <laughs> after that match. Like, and she didn't do shit. Like, what are you doing? Got just... bitch slapped. I just, I don't understand any of this. This was, I, I, I kind of am with Tony now. Like, what's the point of these WWE Women's Tag Team Championships if, and then there was like a clip online of Natty, Natty and Tamina are a tag team. I like that. And they pulled up in a parking like lot, lot and they park across like three spots. And I was like, you know, you park like shit. She's a woman driver. So there you go. What's the, I, don't, I just like, does any, look. I'm very animated. I don't know what I'm doing right I now. I see that. It's going to be a four-way for the women's tag belts on night one of WrestleMania. Look, just put the fucking Ilconics back together, whatever the fuck. They're, just let them be the fucking tag champs. At least they're entertaining and they can work. Does Peyton, is Peyton, isn't she one of the ones that asked for asked to be gone? Like, did, Didn't she cause did she? A, a, a shitstorm on Twitter saying, if you're just not going to use me, just get rid of me? Oh, Seems to be the case in the WWE universe. But I, I love, I love, I love the team. If Naya and uh, not Naya, if uh, Tamina and and Natty are a team, I absolutely would a hundred percent support that and get behind that. Hundred percent. Didn't they? Didn't they come out and try to attack somebody on something on Raw or something? I think I they're know. a SmackDown tag team. Yeah. Because I thought I saw footage of like Natty getting hit by somebody's finisher and then being up on her feet like two seconds. Oh uh, yeah, that was SmackDown. Natty and uh, Tamina jumped in the ring and beat down Baszler and Belair. Uh, Belair briefly fought back, but the heels overpowered her. Neither Banks nor Jax came out for the save. There you go. Uh, we talked about Biggie Apollo Cruz. That's right. Uh, Braun and Elias, we talked about squash match. Uh, Seth Rollins, which was Seth... off the board, right? That yes. didn't count for the pick. There was no, no. pick for that. Uh, Seth Rollins beat Shinsuke Nakamura. Come Another fantastic match, by the way. It was a good one. Yeah, curb, good one. curb stomp for the win. Uh, no holds barred. Drew McIntyre beat Sheamus. You guys have any thoughts about this? Yes, I, I do. See this. I have to see this one. Can't I do. They did something that was I can't believe they haven't done, and if they have done it, I'm sorry. They actually fought in the in the crowd, air quote crowd, in between the monitors of the of the Thunderdome. So like literally fans are on this screen and they're just like literally in there fighting with them. It was, I thought it was fan- amazing. I, I had so much fun watching this match other than, you know, you know, Drew, I could have done without Drew McIntyre's Braveheart face. I don't know if you guys saw that. He came out with a blue and white face paint and somebody put the most hysterical meme or, or quote up on on uh, a Twitter saying, damn, how long has Drew McIntyre been holding his breath? Because <laughs> he looked like he was like frozen. It was, uh, but again, fantastic. Probably my favorite match on the show. Here's, uh, here's something I'm sick and tired of about the Thunderdome. And I'm going to be an asshole here. No, of course. I know that the Thunderdomians are being produced and I know I you like that word, right? That's a five dollar word. Thunderdomians. Um, I know they're being produced. I know they're told like to cheer the good guys and boo the bad guys and all that other nonsense. And if you don't follow their rules, they throw you out. But dude, how many wrestling shows have you seen slash been to slash heard of in your life where when you're booing a heel, everyone fucking does the double thumbs down? Come on, man. That looks ridiculous on TV. When you got fucking 500 jack wagons in a row all doing this, come Who even fucking does that? I do. It just looks stupid. It looks so stupid. 
Have them make faces. Have them throw their hands up in disgust. Have them flip them off the bird. Something different. You're like, what the fuck, you know? Tony, I don't pay two shits attention to the to the people's reactions to nothing. It's hard not to when there's 500 people behind the ring when they're showing somebody's face and they're all doing this. They go out of their way to show them, and it just looks... Yeah, it's, it's overproduced for sure. It looks so dumb. So dumb. Uh, so, Alexa, Alexa Bliss beat Randy Orton. I enjoyed the shit out of this. I don't know what you guys thought, but I enjoyed this. I thought this was fucking fantastic. Was it going to be a match? No, but we knew that going in. It was fucking great. How many fucking simps lost their mind when Alexa Bliss mounted Randy Orton to pin him like that? Alexa, never mind. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, no, the same thing happened here to me. (laughs) Alexa, order dildos. No, 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 stop, stop. Dude, what? Easy. What's happening? Uh, we all have Alexa, so they. Uh... She's giving me the definition of a dildo. Yeah, the fiend. That seems like a lot of lot of makeup, makeup every time he has to come out. No, dude, how dude, creepy like... did it look though when he when they showed his face? Dude, even the music. Like when they were playing like the uh the the the, uh, the what is it the the fun time fun house whatever music mm-hmm. where it kept like getting like the uh the 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 volume and the fucking pitch kept getting changed where it sounded creepy then it sounded normal overproduced but fucking awesome I said but fucking but fucking awesome you said it I enjoyed it I enjoyed it a lot because you know we're getting the fiend against Orton oh of course. Right. That's where they're going. And to their to their credit, this is probably the longest running story that they have. So oh, yeah. so God bless them for it. <sighs> Do you really need did you really need to reinvent the fiend again? He got burned alive, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Oh, that's true. Him. That's true. You're right. You're they right. lit him on fire. But, was, but Matt, he was already wearing a mask. Yeah, but now he looks like a burnt Pop Tart. So yes. King got burned alive too. And he yeah, fucking oh. Everybody mask. Sorry. That's true. No, you're right, Kevin, about Kane. But Kane was mask on, mask off, mask on, mask on, and off on corporate. Hair on, hair off, scars on, scars off. Mayor, not mayor. Run for mayor again. He's doing it all. Dentist, not a dentist. Christmas tree, not a Christmas tree. (laughs) Diesel, not diesel. Unibomb, not Unibomb. Yeah. (laughs) Also knows tag team partner, not also knows tag team partner. (laughs) He wore many hats, many masks. Team hell no, not team hell no. Hug it out. Don't hug it out. Yes, no. I am yes, no. Champions. I am not yeah. the tag team champion. Right. Brother of destruction. Brother of non-destruction. So is this is this going to be his thing? The hell fiend. Yeah. Freaking. Is this going to be his thing now? Is this what he's going? Is this the new fiend? I don't like this new fiend. Meet the new fiend, same as the old fiend. Mm. Hello. <laughs> he looks like Leatherface from Japan. Corporal Kirshner. Oh, nice. Where's that old fuck you, Charlie? <laughs> That'd be a great guess. He's he's still alive, right? Who? Corporal Kirshner? Yes. There was that weird story where uh, he stole somebody else's identity, and then that person died, and then people were like, That's hey, right. you're dead. And his mother was like, no, he's alive. Here, well, you can talk to him. Still was- alive. Still a corporal. <laughs> he might have been moved up to uh, general by now, no? Oh, what's higher is general. he's not do he doesn't do the gimmick anymore. What's his the, the United States guy does? Tony Myers is the Leatherface. Ah, that's right. Or is Tony Myers still working over there? Is Leatherface? 
I don't know. Where does Leatherface work? You got to get Bum back on the show. <laughs> you know what? Put that in the column of things you should re think when you listen back. You're like, man, I should have never said that. Yeah, that's right. Actually, I think I think Brian Myers is actually the new Leatherface. Oh, my dear good friend. Uh, and then obviously Roman Reigns retains. Uh, Daniel Bryan has him tapping. There's no referee. The Edge saga. Edge beats everybody up. Roman Reigns crawls on top. One, two, three. It seems like we are getting a three-way dance at the WrestleMania 37. That's got a main event night too, no? Naito? Naito. I would think so. I think Drew like, and Bobby main events night well, one. Bobby's got to be night one. Yeah, right. that, that's not a night two closer. I give the nod at some point. I think you got to give the nod to Sasha Bianca for oh. one of them, right? No. No? no. The you don't think Bianca's not, earned it yet? They're not in a position to main event this show this year. I, I kind of agree, but I feel like the story has been good. And I think, if anything, Bianca does, just hasn't been around on the main roster long enough to get it, even though I'm a huge fan. Not only that, but, I mean, you look at – you look at um McIntyre, they want to give him that win in front of a crowd. And then you look at the other match, the three-way, who the fuck doesn't want Daniel Bryan in their main event? The crowd's going to go bull. Yeah, but he's going to lose, though, Tony. Tony, he's losing. Yeah, but a crowd that hasn't been there in a year get a chance to fucking all do yes for the main event? You can't go wrong with that, dude. Actually, would he lose? See, that's a great question. He could pin edges now. I'm assuming Edge is a heel now, right? He's a heel. I don't think so because he attacked he attacked Daniel Bryan after Daniel Bryan hit him first. Well, he was also tweening too because he was calling Daniel Bryan out for some shenanigans. Well, because happened. yeah, I mean there was it was a whole stipulation with the you know the enforcer stuff. So I, I don't know. I think maybe Daniel. Nah, I can't see Daniel Bryan winning for the same reason I can't see Edge winning. But it, isn't that the point of the – don't you want it, the WrestleMania have a feel-good ending? Daniel Bryan winning, he's a huge baby face. It'll go nuts. And then you could go off – Roman Reigns doesn't get pinned, so there's a built-in story there. Paul Heyman can and, chirp about that all day. And then Edge Daniel Bryan Edge single matches. Right and Edge does the right thing as the the more experienced guy putting over Daniel Bryan, who I think he really likes. It was and then really, maybe yeah. we get Edge Daniel Bryan at Backlash. And we hold Roman Reigns for a month. Right? Maybe Roman Reigns just goes on a tear and starts destroying everybody until he gets his rematch. Because remember, in WWE Lexicon now, there's no more automatic rematches for champions that lose titles. And you know what, Tony? This is actually be, this could actually be one of the first times where the heel He's a in the bad guy chasing the bad guy chasing actually could work. Whereas like we always we always lead that towards like the sympathetic baby face to heal like the the angles in the chase but it's always a baby face it's always a good guy maybe this could actually be a time where roman reigns as a heel the chase works or maybe roman disassociates himself from Heyman, and then edge wins the title from brian in the rematch and now we got edge roman again from different sides of the same mirror Let's not forget about Jay Uso. Jay Uso is probably involved in this at some point still too. By the way, Oos. Yeah, we got the Oos. And where's Jimmy? Maybe Jimmy. Ooh, give me Jimmy cookies. Oh, didn't we have a twenty four seven title change as well during uh, the uh, during the fucking deodorant commercial? 
I don't know. It's not in my notes, so I don't care. Yeah, I don't yeah. care about. The I just remember the commercial because Drew Gulak was uh, in the in the Old Spice commercial, or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, yeah. We talked about it last week. It looks like WrestleMania is on the verge of selling out. Awesome. Good for them. Uh, it looks like. Are they at 25 per, per night, or, or did yes. they get the 45? So this report that I pulled said it looks like there will be 25,000 people per night. It looks like people are buying tickets for night one and two. Uh, awesome. And when I pulled this article, uh, I want to say this was Saturday, it says that there are between 1,300 and 1,400 tickets for each show left. Wow. That's, now, that's, that's huge. They that's did huge. release the disclaimer, too. Uh-huh. Where you are essentially saying, you know, if you get if you go and you happen to get COVID and worst case scenario, you die. WWE is not liable for that. Mm, that's right. Look, when you go to like like one of those things with your kids, when you used to go bungee jumping, remember when that was a Look, thing? I, I understand. You have to put caution hot coffee on a cup from quick checks, McDonald's, because some idiot will burn themselves and then try and sue the company. So I get it. But you, you know, a year into this, you know the risk you are taking. Yep. Yeah, but to cover their ass legally, I get it. 100%. It makes sense. And look, if you don't want to take that risk, you don't go. That's all there is to it. Yeah, stay home in your pajamas. Talk to just Henry walk. Godwin and Josh Woods. You can watch it just, on the Peacock. Just watch it on shitty-ass Peacock. Did, Kevin, did, oh, boys, what did you watch it on? I the watched network. it on the network. My network officially gets canceled tomorrow. Because my renewal was on the 24th. And as they said in the emails that they sent out, your renewal date will be your cancellation date. Gotcha. So you don't have to do diddly squat. To get rid <laughs> am, of WWE am I the only one that thinks if I never close the browser that I'll never get, <laughs> I'll never get kicked off? Yeah, some shit will pop up. You're not wrong for thinking that because they do tend to like leave you logged in uh, for some for certain apps, even after you change your password and stuff. So... Like I, I still have. I, I still have. Like think that, but I still have Nitro from the day after uh, of Road Wild 1996 or Hog Wild at that point. Henry O'Gorman oh, Wild. Here's here's something I learned. If you are watching on Amazon Fire Stick or Fire TV or any of their products, there's no Peacock app. You kind of have to download a downloader and backdoor it. There's ways that you could do it. It's not a hard process unless you're Chromecasting. But uh, if you have a Roku, you can get on a Roku. I don't know about Xbox and PlayStation. I'm assuming you can, but I haven't looked into it. But there's definitely workarounds to get it. So if you have an Amazon device, you can get a workaround to get it. Speaking yes. of Xbox, are you going to go Retromania tonight at midnight? No. Ooh. No, and I'll tell you why. Mm. Have you seen any of the videos with the uh, the footage from Steam? Like no, the actual I, playing I footage? I don't know what that is. Okay. The game looks awesome. The graphics look great. I think the story, the storytelling is well done from what I've seen. However, the game moves very fast, very fast. Mm. Um, the animations, when it comes to like moves, they're not great. There's times where people go for pins and they're not even covering the person. Like the graphics are shifted. The animation getting in and out of the ring looks awful. There's a whole lot to this game that it just does not look polished. And I understand why they haven't released it yet on like all the consoles and it only came out on Steam. I'm not buying it if, it, if it's going to be like this. Now, 
they patch it up, they fix it up, they they iron a few of the wrinkles. Yeah, then I'll give it a second look. But as of right now, for, when it when I first heard about it, I was all in. Right now, it's a no go for me. I'm not getting it. Not getting it. All right. And I want right. to get it. Just not going to get it. All right. I got a couple WWE news and notices. Oh yeah. Thunderdome at the Tropicana Field is done April 2nd because baseball season is starting. That's right. Uh, Charlie Caruso is reportedly done with the company. Pregnant. Is she? I have no idea. No, I think she just is done. She works for ESPN, too, I think. Ooh. Um... Rhea Ripley debuted on Monday Night Raw tonight. She will be challenging Asuka at WrestleMania. Just big, like that, huh? That's a big time Just match. like that. Plain and simple. Cut and dry. You want to know why? Charlotte Flair has COVID-19. Woo! And her boyfriend slash husband is no longer employed at WWE as he has been granted his release. Does those that have things, anything to do with it, though? No, those things have nothing to do with it, but okay. it's... A, I guess she just. I guess it just came out that she had COVID. So, ah, well, COVID—that's a big—that's a big deal. That's a deal breaker. Baby. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that's why they took her off the poster. I don't know, but uh, sorry, yeah. Charlotte. Box. Yeah. What well, you know? What are you gonna do? No, I mean, I, I hope that she's fine, but that sucks for WrestleMania. Uh, Andrade is a free agent. He has uh, a. There is no non-compete clause, so he is good to go. That makes no okay. sense. Whatever. The his release from WWE does not include a ninety day non compete clause. So he is free to he can show up at Impact tomorrow night if it was live. It's not, right. but which Maybe they negotiated that. At first, I was like, oh, he's he could sh-, you know Ring of Honor seems like a viable destination for him because he started Los Ingrenobles with Roosh. But Maybe if he shows up at the 19th anniversary show. But it, I I don't know if the 19th anniversary show is live or if it's already been taped. Because Josh Woods was not in the bubble and we talked to him tonight. Yeah, he wasn't in a bubble. He wasn't in a I thought he was in a hotel. It looked like he had hotel curtains behind yeah, him. Yeah, very nice curtains, but I don't think they were in a bubble. Yeah, but there was like, someone else oh, who came oh. in looking for tape, so he's clearly not in a bubble. You don't know. Maybe they maybe somebody came in who wasn't supposed to. Shh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that. He, listen, he did that. We didn't do that. Come on, bro, help your man out. What? We he, can cut that out of the episode, right? I ain't cutting shit out of this episode. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel about the Hulkster and Titus O'Neil hosting WrestleMania? I don't give a shit. Whatever. Yep, I'm not gonna even comment. Whatever. I'm with you guys. Eric Bischoff going into the 2021 Hall of Fame. That surprised oh. me because he's been doing a lot with AEW lately. But I will comment on this. Uh oh. No, I love it. I think it's. I think he deserves. Like everyone was complaining about last year, how he wasn't included in the NWO's induction. I think he deserves his own spot. If they want to maybe bring him out for like a photo op at the end with the NWO for 2020, because they're doing both inductions in the same night. They're doing 2020 and 2021 on the same night. Now they're not selling tickets for this, right? Yes. They are. Uh, no. No, they're not. Wow, you sounded so cocksure when you said yes. No, I did, but then I literally, like, my mind is a freaking weird jungle. You walked that back right quick. (laughs) I think, no, it's going to be the, it's going to be guests. It's going to be the roster and, I guess, selected, I guess, friends and family, I think. So, but he deserves his own, he deserves his own spot. He might deserve in the NWO 
And if this didn't happen so close together, he probably would have gotten two inductions with the NWO and by himself. But the fact that he's getting in by himself, does 100% on board with that. Yeah, no, I'm not against it. I like it. And then he'll sing happy birthday to Tony. Rock and roll. Uh, your boys, the Hurt Business, lost their tag titles last Monday night to the New Day. God, I, I guess I should have watched Raw last week. I didn't watch it. Well, they lost, and they were instantly challenged by Almost Famous, is what I call them. AJ Styles and Almost, and, <laughs> and they will be having a match at WrestleMania for the, the tag titles. Wait, 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 wait. So yeah, AJ right, Almost just... Why AJ comes down to the ring? I'm really, I'm really actually mad that you brought this up. Actually, this AJ actually... comes out to the ring and he says, "Congratulations, you guys have done it all. Uh, you're a great tag team. I have also won the world titles. I've won the Intercontinental title, the U.S. title, but I've never won the tag titles. So me and Osmosis over here, That's we right. challenge you at WrestleMania. So there's a WrestleMania match. This actually is infuriating to me. To be honest with you, I agree with Kevin. This is awful." The fact that you had Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, and I, this is nothing against almost famous. Like it's for Christ, you had Shelton. You Shelton Benjamin has been deserving of another WrestleMania spot, other than a battle royal for the last. I, I'm I'm mad. I'm mad. Uh, and now you're got- taking him out to put in freaking. Uh, listen, AJ Styles is, is one of the goats. I get it. Almost whatever. He's a big feature. I get it. But put them in there, man. Put them in there. Well, we have a couple weeks to WrestleMania, so you never know what's going to happen. Oh, it's going to be one of those fatal four-way tag title matches that opens the show or something. Well, WrestleMania 20 had two of them. So did you guys know Otis and Chad Gable are a heel tag team? Yes. Yes. I did not know that. Uh, I'm so furious about I'm still furious about Shelton. Dominic and Rey Mysterio Jr. wrestled not once, but twice on SmackDown. When they beat the Street Profits, and then they lost to the Alpha Academy, which is the name of the tag team of Otis and Chad Gable. Chad Gable is like some sort of like motivational workout guru for Otis or some shit like that. Oh, God. God, Mm. Mm. I'll tell you who I did see. You, you son of a gun. I don't want none, AJ. I don't want none. We don't want none. I want Shelton. I want Shelton. Uh, Let's uh, saunter into the AEW world. Oh, please, Uh, let's saunter. Tony, you picked a a weird week to not watch Dynamite. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Did you go back and watch the unsanctioned Lights Out match? Kevin, thoughts on the unsanctioned lights out match? I think it lived up to the hype. I think that I didn't watch it live. I watched it actually today before the pod because I wanted to make sure that I did. I think it was everything that everyone said. I think it was absolutely fantastic. I think that both these women 100% deserve it. Britt Baker, I think, is arguably the best heel in wrestling if I dare say. And I think this match was absolutely, excuse me, absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. uh, Definitely worthy of lights out. 
I know everyone says that AEW is now way too blood, gore, gimmick heavy. I accepted it here, and I loved it. Well, we talk about it a bunch, the three of us. How do you blow off a feud? This is like, look, yeah. if AEW comes back Wednesday night and they have a match against each other, this is a fucking waste. Waste, 100%. This is the perfect blow off to this feud. Now, in six, eight months, if they want to go again, oh, of course, time has passed. I'm not telling you Dynamite was awesome this week. There were some great moments and there were some really bad moments, but this match was the best match uh, that, that the AEW women have ever ha- put on in its short yeah. history, and I think it's the best match both of these women have ever performed in ring. And Matt, and you're 100% right to the point where because this match was so good, if we get it again in a year, if we get it again you know, in eight, nine months or whatever, who's going to complain about it? No one. You would hope. There's always, you know, the, uh, yeah. the IWC is full of fucking trolls because people uh, instantly start... I don't get where Matt, the... I, apparently, apparently, you're the mayor of the IWC. The IWC now, is really chapped my ass. I, like, this match is great. Nobody is... You know, this. no one's saying that this match needs... This match is a standalone. This match is this. Bailey and Sasha from TakeOver is over there. These two matches have nothing yeah. in common. There's no need to compare them. They are both great matches. Yeah. I don't understand why wrestling fans feel the need... To constantly, and then just the back and forth is just poisonous. It's hate-filled. They're two great matches. Just let them be two great matches. It's not like in Japan where every Tanahashi match is dog shit and every Jay White match is great. Fuck your hand. <laughs> Tony, he makes salient points. I mean, I mean, every Jay White <laughs> match is fantastic. <laughs> Actually, I can't even show uh, Jay White. I love Jay White. I love uh, everyone. I listen, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the world. Oh, the fan of the world. I like that. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Big fan of everyone. Because you know what? They're doing it. All right? So if you're sitting... Oh, I'm going to get pissed off now. Almost like almost. If you're... Never mind. I won't. All right. Let's move on to another AEW subject. How do you the feel... Pinnacle? Yes. About the group love- name, The Pinnacle. Love it. It's my favorite vodka. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And no one... Tony, how do you feel about Pinnacle? I'm the Pinnacle. That means I reign supreme and I'm notorious. I'll crush you like a jelly bean. I'm bad. That's everything I hope for and more. So are you on board with this Pinnacle? I love it. I think it's... I think it's... Per- I, I kind of wish... The nostalgia guy in me kind of wish it was just four people and not five. So like I feel like Wardlow is a little out of place, but because he's been with MJF for forever, it definitely makes sense. I was hoping we just get like the the four right. of them, but no problem with that at all. I love it. I think it's and we always complain about stables and, and AW and stables everywhere, but the inner circle that boom perfect. Sign me up all day every day. And I think Wardlow's the expendable one in the group. Clearly, there's been weird dissension between him and MJF uh, pre-inner circle and throughout the inner circle. So if you're going to, you know, he's going to be, we're going to cut you because you're dead weight. And then you're going to make him a face and he can go after the pinnacle and him and MJF can do their thing. Yeah, that's that's true. I There's so much money in Wardlow. I, I want Tony's feelings on the pinnacle. Do you like the name for the group? I like the name. Sure. Okay. All right. 
from what I heard, everybody everybody came out, looked professional, and everything was great, and more power to them. Yeah, MJF you know, and uh, Tully cut a hell of a promo. Love it. I mean, MJF's been cutting hell of a promo ever since he fucking started cutting promos, right? What's yours is mine, and what your office with the inner circles is the pinnacles. Uh, this two Wednesday night on Dynamite, uh, Johnny Silver gets a TNT Championship shot against Dobby. Johnny Hungy. Uh, Kenny Omega, Matt Seidel, Nyla Rose, Tay Conte, six man with the newly formed Pinnacle against the Varsity Blondes and Dante Martin. So Brian Pillman doing double duty. Uh, no, maybe not double duty. He's working Wednesday night. He worked last Wednesday night on MLW Fusion. He was the one who took the open contract that Leo Rush taped to the concrete wall. Can we? Can I? Can I bring up one note or two notes from Being the Elite? By the way. You may. I did not watch Being the Elite, but yes, please, by all means. I watched it. Um, I'm tired of the fucking Good Brothers. They were doing the whole fucking jerk off, you know, it's a funny joke, haha, kind of thing again. Um, they're paying off after months and months. The Adam Page, uh, Nick fucking Nick Buck, Nick Jackson thing, where Nick Jackson finally found out from Matt Hardy. That he was the reason that they threw him out of the elite. Because remember, Matt Hardy took the phone and sent the text to Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson threw him out. We got sad fucking. Uh, Ah, yes. So Nick Jackson's walking around looking for Adam Page to apologize to him. And then he sees Adam celebrating with the Dark Order. And so then he kind of hung his head down, closed the door and walked away. Oh, Tables of turns. Maybe Nick Jackson was feeling kind of bad about what happened. I like that. I like that. That's a fun story. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool after all this time. You know, a little, little bit of a payoff ski. All right. I think that was it. I'll tell you what I'm enjoying. Mm. What are you enjoying? Going back and forth with L.A. Park and his fucking dumb family on Twitter. I don't know what this is about. Oh, I do. They're cheating sons of bitches, Kevin. They cheated. Ah. Them, that fucking St. Lorraine, he's an idiot. He should not even have a commentator's license. Mil Muertes is now the middleweight champion because they stole the title from Alexander Hammerstone. National openweight champion. Whatever. Big Hammerstone guy. Middleweight. When you're talking Hammerstone, there's nothing middleweight about him. Meat Castle is the champion. You can't steal a belt and declare yourself the champion and then have this jabron on commentary telling me he's the rightful champion, this Mil Muertes. I hate... I don't like Mil Muertes. I fucking hate Los Parks. I wish they would all go away. Right? It's fucking... Not even like their attitude. it's, It's fucking pathetic to watch, dude. It's fucking bad. They haven't had one good match. One? You're being oh. kind. No, I said they haven't had one. Oh, okay, good. I'm with you. What'd you uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. What did you think of uh, Leo Rush defending his title against old Mullethead? I thought it was a good match. You didn't like it? I didn't think it was bad. Your boy was rocking the uh, Four Horsemen tights. Yeah, I like that. I'm not really into Leo Rush. Matt, Mullethead wears a Shining Wizard shirt when he's at the gym, when he's pumping. Look, I appreciate that. He still has a mullet. That's true. Um, The Von Erics need to cut promos every fucking day, five times a day. Oh, what did they say? Bubble butt? Buffalo butt? Buffalo butt breath and the Daisy Duke wearing coward, a.k.a. Tom Lawler. Come on, bro. 
Kevin, let me ask you a oh. question. Am I going to predict some top uh, top fives here? No, I got a top ten, and we'll get to that. But what do you think a three-on-three chain ropes matches? Three-on-three chain rope. Obviously, the ropes are not ropes. They are chains. Tony, can you confirm? I have no idea what a chain rope matches. Yeah, that's one of those things that we'll find out on Wednesday. Kind of like that fucking match that Mads Kruger had with Hammerstone in the alleyway or whatever the fuck it was. It's got to be that. So it's got to be... I'm also assuming the tag rope is also chains. Um, uh, chain rope tag match. Maybe there's there's chains on the ropes. Probably chains on the ropes, because that'd be a lot of work to take off the ropes and put the chains. Yeah, on. but I mean it's all taped, so that's true. I'm gonna say that the ropes are chains, and it's a six man tag match. It is a six man next week, this Wednesday. Team Filthy. Uh, Tom that's Lawler. Lawler. Garini, Kevin Koo, take on the Von Eriks. Von Eriks and Ach. Ach. Funky Cold Garini. It's Team uh, Filthy against Team Texas. Team Texas. Oh, and we're also getting Mil Muertes against Gringo Jabo next week, too. I think Gringo Loco is actually coming to Game Changer, I think, right? I know that's neither here nor there, I guess, but whatever. Oh, St. Laurent mentioned uh, Mil Muertes as a former Lucha Underground champion, too. So they're really playing up this Azteca Underground thing. You, that's great. You can't steal t- champion. The possession is nine-tenths of the law. It doesn't work in professional wrestling. I understand. And his match, who did he? Oh, Paro, Paro. and Mil Muertes? Uh, what did you think? Did you watch this? Yeah, well, I fucking watched this dog shit last Thursday. ML, I don't understand how MLW can be not good. Yeah, I don't this Paro Muertes match I didn't care for either. Paro was selling shit before shit happened. I was like, oh man. Talk to your boy Court, but I mean you guys you got you got the you got the, the bat phone to court. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start giving him the fucking Iggy on the side and be like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Come on. Just listen, have the Shining Wizards book it. We'll be all right. Buku Dao was supposed to wrestle TJP, but Buku Dao is found beaten up backstage. They instantly assume it's TJP, and now he's indefinitely suspended. I don't think TJP had anything to do with this. Mm. Well, who knows if TJP's sticking around, but on top of that, Matt, when we when they said they had four matches booked, it was like, hmm, I wonder which match is going to yeah, get called it. kiboshed. Always. Always. Um, this tag match. Mm. What, what the fuck was this? Oh, the, the the fucking the uh, the three way tag. Oh, it was the fucking Los Parks. It was Injustice. It was Contra Unit. Selena was... De La Renta. Some dude in a suit. The kid under the ring. What the fuck? Dude, they rang. They started the match, mm. and then they rang the bell two and a half minutes into the match, and the timer on the top of the screen's going. What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know why I make it a point to watch this shit. And you know who gets the fucking win? L.A. Yeah. Parks was Jordan Oliver. What Bullshit. It was a lot of wandering around, a lot of blown spots. That ring is too small to contain six people. Lord knows what this six man is going to look like next week. Good golly, oh, Miss Molly. fucking chains and the rings and the bullshit. I guess the Leo Rush-Brian Pillman match was my favorite match of the night. Again, I just don't get Leo Rush. What don't you get about him? I, I don't know. I, I really do. I don't know if I don't like his promos where he's like driving his fucking bands. He's going into the studio. Is he a rapper? Isn't he a rapper? Got an album, right? All right. I, don't I know. think I just... Leo Rush's 
success got ahead of him. If that makes any sense. Like if he was just Leo Rush, he just came in and was just he, he had a decent little run in, in the cruiserweight division. If that was his spot, it would have been fine. Then he's put with Bobby Lashley. And then then he's back in two oh five and then that's it. And then he's done. And I think I think if he was just if he stayed in NXT, I think we'd be still talking about Leo Rush as a great performer. No, he's look, he's great. His matches oh, are good. I just right. don't like the I don't get it. I don't get the like you don't understand what he's trying to do right like, now. Like I'm not like excited. That. Like oh, Leo Rush is wrestling. He's got an open contract this week. I can't wait to see who he's wrestling. I'm kind of like, eh. well, isn't he like the Triple A champ too, or something like that? Well, you wouldn't know it this week, Kev, because he didn't come out with the belt and they didn't even mention it. Uh. so fucking weird. So weird, Matt. Yo, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday we've got Never Say Never, right? And it's gonna be injustice with their new buddy associate calvin tankman taking on members of contra we've got jordan oliver against simon gotch we've got uh myron reed against davari and your main event for the world championship jacob fatu defends against calvin tankman we're pulling the trigger on this already there we go yeah potential for that show to be great next week i don't have high hopes at all i should say this week yeah, it's rough. I don't uh I don't know. I don't know. Kevin, you want to hit the PWI top 10 for the MLW? Oh, PWI. All right. Uh D Malenko 1997, not on the list. Oh. Um all right. So, what am I doing like top 5 singles rankings? This yeah. is just a, the PWI top 10. I'm guessing this is all singles for MLW. All right, Tony. I Tony, I need you up against the microphone for this. Oh, get in there, baby. Just because I feel like your your commentary would be hysterical if I get this wrong. Um, Myron Reed. Myron Reed comes in at number eight. Jordan Oliver. Jordan Oliver is number ten. That I remember. God, what's up? Injustice is so far down. Koo. Uh Kevin Koo is not on the list, Kevin. I'm sorry. Uh, I was cuckoo for cuckoo puffs. Oh, come on, Tony. That was great. Um... <laughs> Uh, Hammerstone. Hammerstone is number one. Yeah, All right. Nice. <laughs> forget. I forget this roster every week. Uh, Davy Boy Smith is not there. Anymore. No, he's out. You want me to? You want me to start throwing some out? Yeah, throw some out, T Donk. Um, let's go. My well, you said Myron and, and Jordan. Uh, <laughs> Calvin, Tank. The person, Calvin the Tank. one person I got right. Calvin, Calvin Tank is up there. Yep, he's number five. Mil Muertes has got to be up there. He's number four. All right, Tony. All right, take. Let me try this now. Because <laughs> you you clearly know them all. Um, let's try little. Loki's little... up top, isn't he? God damn it, Tony. Where's Loki? He's number three. <laughs> what about Pilski? Pilski's not on the list. You're missing nine, seven, six, two. Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Leo Rush, he didn't stay, did he? Leo Rush is not on the list. He's not on the list? That's some oh, oh, now everyone wants to love Leo Rush. That's some everyone dirt. wants to love Leo Rush. Well, you're the middleweight champion of MLW. You'd figure you'd be on the list. One is uh, a past guest of the show. Richard Holiday. Richard Holiday is number seven. That's right. So you're missing nine, six, and two. Mads Kruger. Mads Kruger is number six. Mance Warner. Mance Warner has not been in MLW for quite some time. All right. You're missing two. 
Great product. We talked Gino Medina. Oh, there you go. Gino Medina's at nine. Funky Cole Medina. Now you're missing the number two. Tony, stop. This is me. Did we say Tom Lawler? And you number two. The actual complete. Oh, Tom Lawler. Beautiful. Filthy Tom yeah. Lawler. What are the Matt? What are the actual totals for our picks? By the way. Oh, good call, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, you sit with a astounding thirty-two five and one record. That's that doesn't sound right at all. Thirty-two wins, five losses, one tie. He's being facetious. Tony, you are uh, twenty-eight nine and one. Wait, I'm how many back from Kevin? You are five back from Kevin. This is not the first time Kevin has gone perfect. I want to say this is the third time. Third time. Uh, and I am uh, six, five. Yeah, Tony's four games. I'm five games back at 27, 10, and one. I will strike while the iron is hot. Oh, this, there's no doubt in my mind that I'll, I will lose this. So. Oh, we got uh, Ring of Honor this Friday too, don't we? We do have Ring of Honor this Friday. I want to run over a couple New Japan things real fast. New Japan Strong, uh, the New Japan USA uh, Cup USA. qualifier matches. Ren, Navid- Ren Narita defeated mm. Mysterioso. Not mm. a very good match. Mysterioso, not a very good showing. Very Maybe heartbreaking. Mysterios, no. Right. Brody King. Defeated Bateman to qualify. Awesome match. Jason or Justine? Just just Bateman. One name. Uh, next week, uh, Dickinson against Blake Christian and Clark Connors against TJP. Tony, you have anything to say about that? Yes. I heard they call him Yah. Yeah, Because they call him Dickinson Yah. Oh! All right, that was okay. That was pretty funny. <laughs> We had our conclusion of the New Japan Cup. What a banger! We got uh, Osprey against Shingo Takagi. Osprey beat David Finley to make it to the finals. Shingo beat Evil. David Finley upset Jay White to reach it to the final fours. Fuck Jay White. Fuck you. Fuck the shining Jay White. Uh, so Will Osprey defeats Shingo Takagi to claim the New Japan Cup for 2021. Post-match, he gives a promo. Mm. Then he hits his girlfriend, Bia Priestley, with a cutter. To everyone's, everyone is appalled. I'm not appalled. I just don't understand why he did it. Well, backstage, he said, the only thing he... I get it. I get why The only thing he wants, Tony... To beat a, he needs this. He needs to beat Abushi. He needs to be the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And if he's willing to do that to his girlfriend, somebody he loves, mm. what is he capable of doing to Abushi? He's full of shit. Because then he said, "Let's go out and celebrate." If you were really that serious, you wouldn't go out drinking. You'd be going on the train. Well, if you were really that serious, would you be crushing Zimas backstage? Mm. Yes, I would. I would 100% be crushing Zima's. I wish they sold Zima's here in the States again. I miss Zima. Zima's good shit. Uh, Tony, you're never appalled. You're a Tony. There was also a very interesting thing that happened the other night at the New Japan show. There was an earthquake in the middle of the show. Yeah, is that? Yeah, what happened with that, Matt? John Tenta was there? No, the John Tenta oh. joke has been beat to death already. Yeah. Well, so, deflated John Tenta was there. He was. You know, John Tenta's dead, bro. Well, deflated John Tenta. 
Uh, it was during a, uh, a six-man match. It was uh, Okada, Tanahashi, and Kota Ibushi against Yoji tu- Yo- Wow, Yujiro Takahashi, Kenta, and Jay White. This is the one time I will forgive your stumbling over words. Um, the camera in the arena visibly shook and the ceiling lights could be seen swaying. The match was stopped. Everybody exited the ring. And then they took about half an hour uh, just to make sure everything was okay. Uh, Tanahasho and Okada were taking pictures with the fans. Jay White was hugging all the belts. Um, they, cool. you know, and you watch the video, like nobody like runs away. People stay like the fans stay. There might be like one or two people you see run under the hard camera, but everyone else kind of stays. And then there's an announcement. Um, and they eventually finished the show, but, uh, it was pretty interesting. I feel, like earthquakes, I feel like earthquakes are like thunderstorms over there. Catherine wants to know if it was a fart quake. Uh, everyone knows where the fart quake resides. That's right. Great point, Matt. Uh, Tony, your boy, yo, he's back. Oh, he's coming back. I saw that. Uh, him and show are going to challenge Desperado and Kanemura for the IWGP junior heavyweight tag titles at new Japan pro wrestling Sakura Genesis Sunday, April 4th. Good. Good Well, I think we should pick Sakura Genesis on April 4th. Is it a pay-per-view? It's a big show. April 4th is Easter, Uh, isn't it? Not, uh, not, I don't know if they celebrate Easter in Japan, man. It's fucking 4 a.m. I got and man. I am a Japan. Matt, I'll pick whatever you want. I don't give a oh, shit. We can talk about that in the uh, in the post in the post here. Uh, bah, 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 that's about it from New Japan. Uh, what else did I have in my notes here? I know we're running long, so I'm just trying to make sure I hit on everything. Uh, Watch Impact Wrestling. Impact is bringing back uh, Hardcore Justice. That's right. Wonderful. Uh, Tommy Dreamer, baby, the GM. That will be their. Uh, oh, April- great! Another Tommy Dreamer match. Woohoo! No, he's the GM. He's booking the show. He's, he's the producer. Uh, come on, Triple H don't book himself in WrestleMania, Kev. Who are you can? No, no, he's. Oh, that's fair. Uh, that'll actually be taking place Saturday, April tenth, the same night as WrestleMania. It's probably going to be in the afternoon. I would imagine they're not going to run it at the same time. I mean, it's probably already been taped, so they're sure they don't care. I don't know if it has. Uh, they announced that the Impact World Tag Titles will be on the line at the Rebellion pay-per-view. The Good Brothers will get a rematch against Finn Juice. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they're going to jerk off before the show. You got to stop. You got to lay off it. <laughs> it's the Good Brothers. It's their gimmick. All they do is whack each other off. That's a good point. Lay, lay off the whacking off. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, anything of note from Impact last week you'd like to bring up? I know Sammy Callahan beat Trey Miguel, and it looks like they're setting up a three-way dance with Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Josh Alexander. Oh, excuse me, a four-way, and TJP. And TJP, yeah. Um, I don't – my memory is absolutely terrible, so I don't – know, and I know what you're saying, but was is this the first show that we've been able to talk about the go-home or the, the after-sacrifice uh, stuff? This show on la- was that the show week? last Tuesday that you yeah. most recently watched is the first show after Sacrifice. All right, so we talked about Sacrifice already. Yes. So, but uh, we had Ryan versus Jake something. Yes. Which is which is uh two big 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 boys going at it. I don't like Rhino and Violent by Design, but I I love the fact that it brings a new product to it. Uh, I love uh listen my my dear good friends. They're fighting. Uh, Brian Myers wants 
nothing to do with Matt Cardona. Cardona got to get out of his, get out of Brian's impact zone, if you will. So uh, Brian Myers, will, I mean, uh, Matt Cardona will have a sit-down interview, I think, with somebody on, on this Tuesday on Impact. Uh, he had a big six, uh, 12-woman tag match, um, which and Jazz will be fighting for the championship against uh, for the Virtuoso this week. Impact is, again, great show. I have a lot of fun tweeting on it uh, on Tuesday nights. So just check it out. Check out our Twitter on Tuesday nights. It's, it's fun. It's a great show. Everything is great. Everything is evil. It's fuck evil. Uh, NXT, a couple quick things. Dexter Loomis de- defeated Austin Theory. Uh, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are on a collision course. Uh, Bree, uh, not Breeze, uh, Santos Escobar and Jordan Devlin are going to have a unification match at Stand and Deliver to find out who the real cruiserweight champion is. Uh, Dakota Kai quickly defeated Zoe Stark. Uh, Io Shirai blew right past her and went right to Raquel Gonzalez, and it seems like that will be the main event of the first night of Stand and Deliver, Io Shirai against Raquel Gonzalez. It has been set that the night two Stand and Deliver NXT TakeOver pay-per-view main event will be Finn Balor against Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross and Finn Balor were in a tag match against Danny Burch and only Lorcan. Uh, one of them, I want to say it was Lorcan separated their shoulder. Oh, no. Um, let's see. Danny Burch, excuse me, separated his right shoulder during the tag match. So I don't know what that means for them in the future, if they have to vacate the tag titles or not. You'll have to tune into NXT this week to find out. Uh, it looks like the women's tag team champions uh, will be defending their title against uh, the Robert Stone brands, Aaliyah and Jesse Kame. I don't know much about the Robert Stone brand. So, um, LA Knight made his debut. Walter returns. It looks like we're going to get Walter Tomasa Ciampa, which is going to be awesome, awesome, awesome match. Uh, so that's my quick rundown of NXT. Do you gentlemen have any questions, comments, concerns, sarcastic remarks? No. Kevin? I'm good, man. All right. Uh, Kylie, Smiley Kylie's making a return to the ring. Okay. At Warriors of Wrestling. Warriors Wrestling, not Warriors of Wrestling. Warriors Wrestling in Chicago. She'll be taking on Thunder Rosa. Okay, cool. Uh, perennial Jobber, Barry Orton. Barrio. He's deceased now. He passed away, unfortunately. Heard about uh, him. 62 it's years nice. young. Randy's uncle. Randy's Same uncle. Same name. Yeah. Oh, Matt's shuffling papers. What else we got? Ring of Honors, 19th anniversary show is Friday night. The card is set. Do you gentlemen want to make your picks right now? No. We're fucking three and a half hours in. I want to go to bed. Ah, Tony wants to go to bed. ROH TV was excellent this week. Eli Isom, successful against Ray Horace. Uh, Violence is returning to Ring of Honor, whatever that means. We kind of touched upon it with Josh Woods. And the FIJ Foundation match, the eight-man tag match, was chaos. FIJ successfully wins. And uh, it looks like they have all the gold going into the 19th anniversary show taking place this Friday night. 8 o'clock is the pre-show. It'll be free on YouTube for one hour. You will see the Shane Taylor promotions. Uh, Shane Taylor, Khan, and Moses take on the Mexi squad, which is Bandito, Flamita, and Rayors for the ROH six-man world tag team 
no, six-man tag titles, excuse me. Uh, and Brian Johnson, Dan House, and Eli Isom and LSG will be in a four-corner survival match. That'll be the pre-show of the main show as Dalton Castle against Josh Woods, as we talked to Josh Woods about tonight. Jonathan Gresham defends the pure title against Dak Draper. Mark Briscoe versus Flip Gordon in a singles match. In an unsanctioned match, Matt Taven takes on Vincent. Uh, LFI, Dragon Lee, and Kenny King defend the tag titles against the Foundation, Rhett Titus, and Tracy Williams. Dragon Lee also pulls double duty as he defends his Ring of Honor World title against Tracy Williams. EC3 takes on Jay Briscoe in a grudge match, and Roosh defends the Ring of Honor World Championship against Jay Lethal. That's all happening this Friday night. Uh, sign up for Honor Club. Even if you only sign up for the month, it's $9.99. You can watch this excellent show, and then you can cancel or continue to support Ring of Honor Wrestling. That is all I have for tonight, gentlemen. This has been a long and fun show. A special thanks to Josh Woods. Woods is the goods on Twitter and Instagram. And Henry Godwin, Henry O. Godwin on Instagram. Godwin spelled with two N's at the end. Give them both a follow and support them. Uh, Now I have nothing. Um, biggest news of the week. Friend of the show, Kayla Sparks is getting a TV series made about her life and career called against the ropes. It's coming to, uh, Amazon, by the way. And Kayla Sparks is tapped as the executive producer of the show. Tony, do me a favor. Put in a good word for me with Kayla Sparks. Yeah. What kind of word do you want me to put in? Great. Uh, fun. Sparky. Oh, good. I think good works. Good works. Hey, yeah, you just, know, Kevin, he's, he's good. Yeah. Good. That's what a good word is, right? Putting the good word. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, guys, Shouting Wizards Kevin, I just did my uh, my first show uh, on Thursday. Fantastic show. Uh, I'm back in the comedy game. Uh, biggest thing that I have going right now is June 25th and 27th. The entire weekend in Atlantic City. Boardwalk Buds, our friends, uh, uh, Chad and, and I think Danny's involved in somehow. I don't know. But it's a whole convention. It's about the marijuana. Not a fan. But I'm still involved in the shows, and I can't wait to headline. They're late shows. They're at like 11 o'clock, but it still should be fun. So June 25th, June 27th at the Showboat uh, in Atlantic City, New Jersey, baby. I'm excited now. Uh, And you should be, rightfully so. Uh, We are the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast at Wizards Podcast across all forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give us a follow. Join our Discord. The link is in the Twitter at Wizards Podcast. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shining Wizards. Grab a Shining Wizards t-shirt and support us any way you can. If you can't monetarily, we understand. Times have been tough. Uh, Just hit that retweet. Share. Tell a friend. And leave a review. I, I didn't realize how valuable reviews are on iTunes. Leave a review if you can, because that really boosts like the visibility of the show. We haven't gotten reviews. And I didn't realize that till we haven't gotten reviews on in a long time. We need reviews. We haven't got reviews I, in forever. I, I, I didn't realize how valuable that was. Apparently, that, if you get reviewed, you're you're like like Matt has been preaching probably years ago. The visibility goes up. So even if um, they're bad reviews, even if you fucking hate us and give us one star, well, it helps. Thank you. Don't say that. Don't say that. Give us, yes. give us five one star reviews. Let's get us, let's get us in the top twenty wrestling podcasts for the month of let's say May. Let's actually no, let's say April. Leave a review, do it, and let's get us in the top twenty wrestling podcasts in the month of April. I'm gonna do it. My, I'm gonna get my brother to do it. Get my dad to do it. Get everyone to do it. So let's do it. Matt. 
Uh, I got nothing, guys. We'll be back next Monday night, uh, March 29th. It'll be, Jesus, it'll be 34 years to the day since WrestleMania 3. So maybe we'll talk some WrestleMania 3. Um, Don't forget to vote for the Valley 32. Next week, we'll be down to the final four. You can be part of it. Yeah, and we'll have the Ring of Honor 19th anniversary show to talk about and all the wrestlings that are happening. So be sure to tune in and join us next Monday night or in podcast form, wherever you listen to the podcast. And as Kevin said, leave a review. Give us five stars. Dave Meltzer style. This this podcast in the Tokyo Dome, 700 stars. 755 stars. Guys, both of our guests tonight. Oh, here we go. Top five. Fucking A, dude. Say goodnight, Gracie. I hate you. God, stop doing that. Uh. (laughs) We're clear.